0: I'm going to give Ricky a blow.
1: Is grandma or grandpa just getting way too old? Is there constant nagging for attention? Getting to be a major inconvenience? Can I get someone to wipe me over here? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Netherlands.com's Health and Hospitality Division has the answer. Netherlands Euthanasia Services. Over the centuries, millions of people have discovered death to be the preferred alternative to life. Our staff has put together crack medical professionals in Holland, where euthanasia is legal, who will ensure your comfort as they euthanize you or your loved one. You will be flown first class to Amsterdam, where you'll be treated to the most lavish going-away party ever imagined. At one of Amsterdam's luxurious four-star hotels, two full days and nights of food, drink, and merriment, followed by professional and comfortable euthanasia, after which your remains will be sent back to your loved ones or taken care of locally with Netherlands' highest quality body disposal available. So if you're suffering from an incurable disease or you may just be plain bored with living, log on to Netherlands' euthanasia services and get the party started. Great idea. 901 at 560
2: WQAM. Happy Thursday to you. Uh Our good, close, personal friend at Vero Beach, R.C. Boos, whoever the hell that is, he has a little problem with his faxing technique. See that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're right, eventually.
2: Yeah, it looks like he like maybe even wiped his ass with the top of that uh, those four pages. But there ain't nothing on it. I just thought I'd mention that to you, R.C. Give it another shot because I'm sure it's something very important. Okay? Free plug time. Would you give me a look like that? I it's was time a for a free Joe plug. plug. Joe, our good friend Joe Cordes came by my house yesterday from FSI, Filter Service International. They're up in Boca. They service Palm Beach, Broward, and Dade. Put a filter in my thing. Checked my AC unit. He checked my unit. Thanks a lot, Joe. You're the best. FSI, Filter Service International, Inc. Also, we want to talk about your good, close, personal friend, Steve. I think Stephen Page, it's time George wants to see you at his house. Don't you want to see him? Uh, okay, sure. You really do? I don't mean to, like, do anything for your bugs, since okay. you don't have any. You don't want. have any, right. But, well, why would you want to see him? We love you, Steve, but you're strange, I mean, yeah, okay? Yeah, that's just <laughs> the point <laughs> I want to make. Little, What's the, all the pies in? You're a little strange. Is that what does it? Well, that's my theory. Because you found him. You found him. You also found uh, our other Phil the Bugman. Whatever happened to Phil he the Bugman? He found Bug us. Uh, I don't know. I won't see him no more. How do you know that? I don't know. Anyway, yeah. we asked yesterday on our pool. And thanks, by the way, for all the freeping on there. Man, we made a fortune yesterday. Keep it up. I have to laugh. All these, uh, talking heads. Well, uh, CNN did this poll and MSNBC did that poll. And if you go to some of these websites, for example, freerepublic.com, you'll notice they have no life whatsoever. Their life is freeping. Voting on every poll under the sun to make sure that the right-wing view, their view, gets represented like 50, 100, 200 times what it really, uh, is. For example, our poll yesterday. There he is right now.
3: Uh, made no direct allusion to
2: the situation in Iraq. What's your take on war with Iraq? We asked yesterday. 1,895 votes. <laughs> 1,895 votes. That's more votes than George had all, all his polls all summer long put together. Ain't it? Twice. A double. 1,895 which I'd say at least 30 or 40 were real. What's your take on war with Iraq? All four at Let's Rule 583, 30.7%. Anybody believe that? No. They freeped every poll that was ever invented. Check out that website, freerepublic.com, and see their frantic notes back and forth to each other yesterday. Oh, we got to freep this one right now. Hurry up. And I freeped it 11 times, and I freeped it four times. Ooh. I, seriously, I want to re- apologize to the golfers out there. I mean, I still think playing golf is ridiculous, and it's just for people who have no life and kill a lot of time. People are bored. Oh, by the way, hi to my good friend Phil Saltzman, who I saw at the hockey game last night. Nice game, by the way. Florida Panthers, oh. zero. Toronto Maple Leafs, six. Oh, Loved it. Anyway, yeah, Phil Saltzman was there last night. I don't want to say about the fact that he thought that Alexander Mogilny was Jason Woolley. Well, he's got a little eyesight problem, Phil. So next time you're at Calder and Phil says, and it's Seattle Slough in front, and of course, you know, Seattle Slough is dead or whatever. Uh, Phil's got a little problem seeing what's going on. But he's a great guy and fat. lose some weight, Phil. Okay, we want to keep you around. Anyway, what's your take on the war with Iraq? All for it, let's roll 584. 30.7%. I'm strongly against it, 456. 24%. Haven't been convinced it's justified, 446. 23.4%, even after Roland Cullen was on there. And there's kind of Lisa. A delaying tactic. Yeah. Haven't been, haven't been convinced it's justified, 446. I support it, but I'm nervous about it, 248. Let's take care of North Korea first, 128, especially since they got it. Uh, 6.7%, and don't know, 37 1.9% are just like that. They know. No matter what, is it a Thursday? Don't know. Is it the cold out? Don't know. Is uh, Lincoln uh, dead or alive? Don't know. WQAM. Come Good to get him out of the way early. Isn't that amazing what I said about people with no lives? He heard you call it. Oh. WQAM. Out of touch liberal. WQAM. Up a Yes, sir.
4: Good morning, sir.
2: And Quick good morning question. to
5: you. Quick question. If Mo Howard called up and called you a stupid Jew bitch, would you try to get him suspended or fired? No. Uh, okay, just check it.
2: But what does that mean? What, what does that mean? Do we have any idea what that means? No, no. ask me. I don't try getting anybody suspended or get people getting fired, as opposed to some other people who seem to spend a lot of their time trying to get a whole bunch of people fired. Watch your back, Zach! Or are you not going to be working for Mo no Mo? That's kind of catchy, you know, I want to start singing it myself. So that's the result from yesterday's poll. Oh, look at this. They're out of this 9 to 10 hour, man. They love it. The screenless stuff. Not time. Here's our poll for today. We don't want to waste any time. And then we're going to like, uh, take some suggestions on what we might do tomorrow and over the weekend. Do you think people really watch infomercials or is it just us? Me and Carlos. Cause I got to be honest with you. I've got 45 satellite dishes. I've got, uh, you know, all this other stuff. CDs, DVDs, uh, BBDs, and still a good part of the time there's nothing on to watch. When <laughs> right. you show me, in fact, over the weekend when they had all this Columbia disaster stuff going on non-stop, my gosh, unbelievable. And so if you find a good infomercial, hey, there's Ron Popeil with that uh, thing again, with that uh, ro- ro- what is that thing called, a rotisserie oven, what do they call that? I think it's a rotisserie oven. No, no, there's a name for it, somebody will know. But you're right, the GLHD, the, what does that stand for now? Great-looking hair. Great-looking hair. Hair in a can. <laughs> Just spritz it right on your head. Of course, don't sweat at all, and definitely don't take a shower and go out in the rain, either one. Paint your bald spot? You can, you can paint your bald spot, thanks to Ron Popeil. That had to be, and the best part of this thing is that there were people out there buying it. That's the best thing. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Ron, let me spray on some hair. Oh, you look beautiful. Huh? People will buy if it's on television. Right. People will buy anything, any crap. And and the sad part of it is that usually when it's on television, it's crap. Uh, he's a great huckster, though. You got I love Ron Popeil. Mm-hmm. I think he, I admire people like that. Him, Jerry Springer. They peddle crap, right. and uh, they know the they're going to make millions. Now, Ron Popeil, makers. he sent us those crappy spaghetti makers, which you got yours in the closet somewhere. I threw mine out a long time ago. No, it, it's gone. It now. broke the second. It broke the second time I tried to use it. A Just like my juice maker from the Juicy Man. You know the juicy man who's only thirty right. but looks about hundred and ten <laughs> with the big bushy eyebrows makes Andy Rooney look like a piker? The juicy
1: man. I don't know what my favorite part of that pasta maker was, the mess or the uh, noise. Oh no, I like the product that came up <laughs> the oozing kind of uh um, well, yeah, oozing dough. Like dough.
2: Yeah, oozing dough. Hmm. In fact, don't you like fried dough?
1: Showtime rotisserie.
2: Oh thank you so much. Showtime rotisserie. Yeah, I'm gonna start making that list. The Showtime Rotisserie. Now that actually is a good product, I believe. I don't have one. And Carlos says, Yeah, it's really good. You got one? He's got a friend. He's got a friend. That's he don't have is. a rotisserie, but he's got a friend who takes bats with him in the sink. No, he's got a Showtime Rotisserie. His friend. He said it's a damn good thing. Now I don't know too many people, by the way, who eat those little chickens that he's always sticking on there and ducks. The Cornish game hen. Cornish <laughs> game hens. Oh man! And then you take those plastic gloves that you get free with your Showtime Rotisserie. And then that little, yeah. little plastic tray that you put on top to keep all your vegetables steaming hot.
1: I just get nervous when which I means, Which Which means, I guess, clothes. you don't want to
2: be touching the top of your rotisserie oven because it must be about 600 degrees. It <laughs> yeah, exactly. He never mentions that. Love Ron Popeil. God, Ron, we wish we had your money and doing as little work as he does. I mean, you know, he makes those infomercials. And right. uh, probably takes him about two and a half hours to do it. And then about six months later, he makes another one. And the money just keeps pouring in. That's what we need. We want something where the money just comes in the mail. Some scam? Religion? Nah, nah. That's yeah, good idea. D N H. Do no harm. Cost you fifty bucks to join and ten bucks a month. That's pretty cheap. Get away real cheap. You won't go to heaven, by guarantee. You won't go to hell.
1: I'm guaranteeing you go to heaven or double your money back. Okay, that's not bad. Double double your money back,
2: guarantee. Even better than Ron Popeil.
1: I like the uh, what's the guy's name the what
2: what is his name the the, the orange uh, orange clean clean you know what uh, I'm talking about I think it is orange Billy clean. Mays Billy Mays no relation to Willie Mays a little bit lighter complected with a big uh, beard Bill I I'm Billy Mays and I, and he's got and they send you like just tons of this stuff you're drowning in it there's the purple stuff and the orange stuff huh Good golly Miss Molly it must be really good stuff, because if you spend 19.95, not only do you get your six cans of that, but they send you like 400 cans of the orange-plus uh proof of stuff that you wipe your Rectum. ass with. If you want your ass smelling lemony fresh, this is the way to do it. Wouldn't you like to have your ass smelling like orange peels? George thinks that's a good idea. It does. Your ass I smells have... like orange peels? Well, have I'll tell spray. you what, after the break, Carlos will tell us if you're right or not. It's 11 after 9 at 5... six. Not letting him near it. 560 WQ. Well, maybe he just like, like to check it out. All that hardware. So we can be honest. No, I'm not talking about that, Carlos. I'm talking about, oh, jeez. Oh, ah, ah. Freaky Carlos is going to check out your ass? We've decided we're not going to make the distinction anymore. Have you ever been presented with an opportunity when you should sure could or did want to do something but didn't what? do it? Well, there's an incredible Fannie Mae mortgage rate out there waiting for you right this moment at 3.45%. And this rate's available by calling Financial Group toll-free, 1-800-940-5363. If you were to compare a 7% rate with 3.45%, you'd save yourself $3,500 in the first-year loan for each $100,000 that you owe. $100,000 cost only $447 a month. Here's an opportunity that won't last long. It's a 40-year loan. So if you're thinking about refinancing or buying you a home, call Financial Group toll-free, 1-800-940-5363. The process is simple, and the call is absolutely free. 1-800-940-LEND. Financial Group has been an equal housing lender to thousands of borrowers with this Fannie Mae program. Credit restrictions do apply. Rates are subject to change if you wait too long. 5.34 APR. Call Financial Group today,
6: 1-800-940-LEND. This is Sports Radio 560. I've been eating
2: crap.
7: Coming next year, the king of pop, for right. your hometown, touring to benefit the Cardinal Classy School for Wayward Boys. It's
6: Michael Jackson. You know, my food isn't
8: picky. I've got a very fast
7: Yes, Michael performs all of his greatest hits, from oldies with the Jackson 5.
8: They're learning the ABCs, I'm getting down on my knees, removing the dungarees, ABC side of
7: me, baby, you and me. That's right, from the timeless tunes of the Jackson 5, to the classic solo work, Michael Jackson's benefits to her aims to please. Five lucky boys to receive backstage passes to hang out in Michael Jackson's dressing room. Michael Jackson's Benefits.
9: Um, hey, uh, uh, Michael. Yes, Bobby? <coughs> Is that your real skin color? Well, it, it's inside what counts. But well, I know a game that we can play to find out. And if you
8: apply, you know, it's time to free Willy. Say, say.
7: The rousing finale as Michael sings the song he wrote for the children of the world With the Vienna Boys Choir backing him up
8: I don't like girls No I like little children yeah.
7: Great Michael Jackson classics, like Billy's Jeans, Do You Know How to tell Time, and, of course, Smooth Criminal. Yes, it's Michael Jackson's tour to benefit the Cardinal Clancy School for Wayward Boys. Get your tickets now. Boys under 10 admitted free when accompanied by no
8: one. They're black, they're white, they're really, really tight. They're black, they're
2: white, they're really, really tight. Oh, 917-560-WQM. Oh. He's big, man. I'll tell you, those CD sales are zooming up there, which is what this is all about. Because suckers like us keep giving him a lot of free publicity. In fact, our poll today is about Michael Jackson because that thing's on ABC tonight. Isn't it on Barbara Wawa? Isn't that what that's, that interview is or not? No, it's not. I don't know. No, it's that British guy. But it's Richard on... Richard Quest? T- it's on, no, not Richard Quest. What tells the guy's name? See, now you're putting me on the spot. I got it here somewhere in one of my bedtime stories. Where's that thing? Oh, no. Don't tell me Carlos didn't give me back my bedtime story. I know you did, but I'm just all for time. Here it is. Uh, the guy's name is, uh, the British guy, his name is, uh, something. Martin Bashir. Oh, yeah. I think he's kin to Donald Bashir. But at any rate, don't start with that hockey talk just because your Leafs beat the Panthers six-nothing last night and powdered the crap out of them. And Glenn Healy says that when teams start thinking with their pocketbook and not with their brains, that's really bad for the organization and the Florida Panthers are desperate. That's what Glenn Healy says. I just thought I'd pass that along to you. Here's our poll today. What's your take on Michael Jackson? Now, we did this before quite some time ago, but he wasn't as big in the news as he is right now. What time is that on tonight? On ABC's 2020. 8 p.m. Eastern Time, okay? 7 p.m. Central Time. And if you're out in the middle of Atlanta, Atlanta good luck to you. What's your take on Michael Jackson? He's the world's number one fruitcake. He's a sick pedophile. Yes. He's weird, but I love his music. He blows and so does his music. He's okay, or George Rodriguez is gay.
10: Yeah,
1: you took my
2: idea. No, I did. I I took it and ran with it. From yesterday, you've already got two votes. (laughs) (laughs) See? I knew you'd give Michael a run for his money. But look at him, and you're not giving him a run for his money. Look at all the cash he's making from all this scandal, from being a twisted, sick, disgusting pedophile who's like uh, hanging his baby over the edge of somebody's baby. I take that back, not his baby. Somebody's baby over the edge of a balcony in Germany. Four votes for he's a sick pedophile. Two already, it's up there. Two for George Rodriguez is gay. One, he's the world's number one fruitcake. And one for he blows and so does his music. Blows. Also, we finally got the facts from our good, close, personal friend in Vero. Was that Tim Horton I saw on the ice last night. Bow wow, p cow kick. Bring back Rimmer, it says. I'm glad he reminded me of Rimmer, even though the rest of this fact is kind of pointless. Uh, Speaking of Rimmer, we want to correct one thing because we don't want to ruin his image. Because yesterday I mentioned the fact that he paid for that meal for his whole family at the pizza lot because his name wasn't in the computer. Come to find out he paid 50% because he's got that 50% discount that was already like grandfathered in, which his name is in the computer.
1: Unacceptable.
2: Right. So in other words, the idea that he paid full price, we don't want to, like I said, spoil his image, which I told him. And he's still won. So pay. he paid, got 50% discount. He brought the whole family in there. First of all, stop and think about this, okay? His kids are in because it's All-Star Weekend. His son works in Toronto. His daughter works up in Columbus for Doug McLean. And they're in town for the weekend. Takes them out for dinner. Does he go like to Burns, st- I mean to uh, Ruth Chris? Does he go to like a fine, fancy schmancy sit-down restaurant? He goes to the pizza loft, which is fine. We love the pizza. Lots the food's very good. But he goes there. Why? Why? I, I know why. <laughs> why would you say? If it's free, it's there me. There you go. Expecting, anticipating, since we just supposedly had him grandfathered in there for the free meals. Unbelievable. If you really believe you're ever going to get that lunch. I,
1: I don't. You are dreaming. You is, are dreaming, mister.
2: You are never getting no free lunch I from don't. that freeloader. Oh, you're in first place, by the way. George Rodriguez is I gay am. 12. Oh, All right.
1: I think you should put it on there every day.
2: Okay. My goose up our, might help our gay agenda. Might not have to put our religious thing on there at 50 bucks a pop. No, you're right. We have to start some scam religion. Already, I'm working on it. Now, you've been working on it for five years already. That's, That's right. not it's soon enough. Not soon enough. For years and years and years. And based on recent events here in the last year at this radio station, going back to whatever that guy was talking about before, about trying to get somebody fired just because they called me a Jew bitch. See what I'm saying? A lot of saying? stuff been going on here in the last year. A lot of stuff has gone down. Like the stock market. WQAM.
5: Yeah, I'd like to speak to Neil. Speaking. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Wow, screenless, screenless.
2: Nine o'clock hour, man, screenless here's every here's
5: day. Car. Well, quick question. Um, actually, question and a problem. I have a very small penis. Yeah. And I play with it a lot. Uh-huh. I don't know. Any recommendations? What I do? What should I do with it?
2: What should you do with it?
5: Yeah. 5670560, pound
2: 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. WQAM. He must have been one of those sports nerds, that guy. He probably sits around listening to the sports shows, while it. Uh, squeezing it. WQAM. Hello. Yes, sir. I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the day for honesty, if nothing else. You know, he must be one of those Panther fans. All ten of them. Can't complain about the crowd we had there at the Macarena last night, because there wasn't any. Paper says thirteen thousand. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. You guys, this Alan Cohen and this organization, you guys have got <laughs> such a sense of humor, man. The likes of which I have never seen. Thirteen thousand. That's counting all the people over at the Sawgrass, counting everybody who was on Oakland Park Boulevard, counting everybody who was like on uh, Sunrise between uh, I-90, I-75, and I-95. Thirteen thousand. My ass. If there was eight thousand people in there last night, that was a lot. That was a lot. And this, this keep in mind, on the heels of all the big hoopla, the All-Star Weekend and all that free publicity in both newspapers, which are now back to bearing it on page 12 and 15, etc., because nobody here really cares anyway. It's, just, it's, it's like everything here. It's so fake. It's so freaking fake. It's ersatz. It's make-believe. But I did see Phil Saltzman and my good close friend Howard Kleinberg, who wants the world to know that he doesn't work for the Herald anymore. Nice going, Howard. Oh! Good guy. The Kleinbergs are great folks. He said he told the Herald to stick it, to shove it. Yeah, we had a great uh, time before the game talking about the Herald and what a piece of crap it is. And we also discussed that the Jim DeFede guy. Yeah. Oh, and the fact that he wrote a couple of real columns in the beginning. Do you know he used to work for New Times? He used right. to write for them. Sure. And he went to the step Herald and he that. wrote a couple of really good columns. We thought, oh, my God, the Herald's got a really good columnist now. Ah, now. They got to him. They must have started reading his crap, although they must have missed the one from yesterday where he wrote about how the Herald used to be such a great paper and now it really blows and people aren't getting paid and they're sitting around they can't make their car payments. I mean, it was just pathetic. It was tragic. It would be like us talking about what a crap place this is and about how the all the underpaid people here can't get their bonus money on time and people making 50 cents an hour like Carlos getting treated like garbage and about how everybody's at each other's throats and hates each other like poison and the backbiting and backstabbing. We're not going to do that. That would be wrong. That would be, that would be wrong. It would be unacceptable. But create a bad image for this radio station. And we certainly don't want to do that. Even though, of course, it would be honest, it would be accurate, would be impartial. And unfair. they would have to run ads for salespeople. And then they'd have to go on here and run ads for salespeople because they can't keep anybody working here. I mean, who the hell would want to work here? Just ask Scott Schwartz, he'll tell you. He, run, he went running out of here that one day screaming, just like that kid we had on before said he was crazy. That's what Scott Schwartz. Babbling was, like a maniac. Babbling like a, like a little child. Hysterical. Couldn't believe what was going on in this place. So we won't do that. No. Jim DeFeedy, you idiot. So anyways, nice to see my close friend Howard Kleinberg. Congratulations, Howard, and get out of that place. Also, he apologizes for falling asleep on my show on INZ many years ago as a guest. He finally admits to doing that. Although he said I was out taking a crap at the time. Look at these votes pouring in here, man, on Michael Jackson. Don't forget, 8 o'clock tonight on ABC, but it is on 2020. We'll get to that article momentarily. Seventy votes. George Rodriguez is gay, 24. (laughs) Well, maybe they didn't get in on that poll. That was two days ago. Maybe they're a little late. They want to register their feelings about it right now. Still not going to go out with them. They want to vent. They want to, like, get their claws, get their... Bang you with their test tentacles. Bang me. George is gay, 24. Well... He's a sick pedophile. Now, see, we got to clarify. (laughs) We're talking about Michael Jackson again. Michael Jackson, sick (laughs) pedophile, 18. He's the world's number one fruitcake, 16. He blows, and so does his music, 9. He's weird, but I love his music, 3. And nobody so far said he's... Okay. Nobody said that. Because they do understand that the government now is tracing everything. They're monitoring your Internet uh, communications. They're monitoring your phone. They're tracing your uh, bowel movements. And as a result, you just want to be very extra careful these days. Because anybody that says Michael Jackson is okay. maybe hearing a little knock on the door about two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. And it won't be Xavier Suarez either. Oh, and oh, speaking of that, we got a big conference about the Spanish language again. K-Novell, man. What a novelty. Yeah. What what did you say? Okay, Ferner. 26 past 9 at 560 WQM on a great Thursday. You can feel it. They even had a great time on a morning show this morning. They were talking about luscious pussy or something like that. Some uh, uh, basketball player that's the guy's name there used to be a harness racing driver in New York his name was Marcel p u s e y just like this kid spells his name pussy
1: I'm telling you that's what the guy's name was
11: okay Marcel or something like
1: that sudden movements while you're saying that
2: well, that's what they were talking about this morning Geldy and Mo lucius luscious the pussy was the guy's name 27 past nine at 560 WQAM. well they finally figured a way to get some people listening in there you know it kept my attention speaking of that If you're not sleeping well at night, maybe your mattress has had it. Maybe you're just sleeping on a really lumpy and bumpy one, and a mattress, too. Call my good friends at Dollar Mattress. I've been using them for several years. I sleep like a baby when I get a chance when my dog isn't going out every five minutes. 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-MATTRS is the number to call. These are the best in the world. And what a great way to shop, just sitting right there on your ass. Don't have to leave your house. Don't have to spend a lot of time in gas and get ripped off. They carry Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, every size and style. you got that 30-day comfort exchange period with no hassles at all, which means you got up to a month to exchange it. And of course, if you'd sleep out at the first night, want to exchange it, no problem. They'll take care of it for you. Delivery unheard of. They deliver any to our windows seven days a week, when it's convenient for you, when you want them to show up, and they will. They'll be there. Price every day, low prices that are unbeatable, instead of some phony baloney sales when you get a bait and switch. No bait and switch with Dial Mattress. You get exactly the mattress you want. It's in stock right now, ready for immediate delivery. So if you want to start sleeping great at night and feeling better every day, call Dial Mattress right now. One eight hundred Mattress. One eight hundred M A T T R E S. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Don't forget to check them out on the web at mattress.com. Live,
6: live and local. We're uh, Sports Radio Five Sixty QAM. Fucking idiot. This fall, CBS launches a CSI spin-off that resurrects the careers of a couple of former NYPD Blue actors to form a hot new show that's almost unique unto itself. Introducing NYPD CSI Blue Miami. David Caruso plays a forensic investigator who pokes around at bodies even more
10: dead than his movie career. You know, you never get used to looking at dead bodies like when I had to look at Dennis Franz's bare butt.
6: NYPD CSI Blue Miami with Kim Delaney as his tough but vulnerable partner in crime scene investigation. Every
8: time I look at a corpse, it reminds me of when I lost my NYPD Blue husband, Jimmy Smith. Oh, God. You
6: pull it together, honey. This is a new show. That's right. In a new town. On a new network. With all new stars. Well, sort of. NYPD CSI Blue Miami. Monday nights on CBS.
2: 932-560-WQM, here's a facts that says the Howard David Show has gotten so bad they should change the name of it to the LeBron James Show. A couple of weeks ago, Mo got so worked up about the kid getting a Hummer. Now he's got such a hard-on for him, he can't stop talking about him. Again today, the top story, the LeBron James Show, 6-9-WQM, it says. You know something? I hate to break the news to you. I don't even know who that is. Is he a basketball player? High school basketball player who's going to go to college, and his mommy bought him that thing, which was a 50 or 70-year-old. Huh? He's what?
1: Stretch pro.
2: Why, why are you telling me that? I don't want I We don't want, want to do off. the LeBron James show. That's 6 to 9 a.m. I don't know who he is, and I don't care who he is, and I don't care how much the goddamn Hummer costs, and I don't give a crap about any of that stuff. Who cares? About who? Whatever his name is. Lucius. Poussey. How about those Leafs, says this uh, Facts. little story in the paper today about O.J., not another one. Even though you purchased a new A.C. filter, I didn't purchase anything. That's what this guy doesn't understand, okay? That's what this man doesn't understand, our friend Mike from Able Home Inspections. There's a nice plug there for you, Mike, Able Home Inspections. Even though you got a new A.C. filter, it will not do anything in stopping a mold and spores flying around. You still need mold testing. Ooh. You know what I do have outside of my patio? Mold? Yeah, good guess. Have you ever seen that? In Florida? Mold? Oh, Talk about the allergies. I'm getting ready to sneeze and wheeze and fart right now from just thinking about it. Those those little green, moldy uh, strips of crap yeah. you know what I mean? And you take your broom and you get rid of them and you get out, you know, take them out in the yard and you shake it out and they broom too. Is there
1: a warmer, more humid place in the nation
2: than here? Oh, yeah,
1: my apartment in Amsterdam.
2: Oh, I see. <laughs> and like in the middle of July. Is there a colder, more humid place? Warmer. Not going back to Amsterdam anytime soon. I'll tell you that right now, okay? It's just and uh, not what it was. It's not what it was. Kinda kinda of, kind of like Detroit. Detroit used to be great too. Not what it was. Of course, that's a long time. Amsterdam has just turned into like a, a festering I don't I don't want to pee on anybody's prey because Joe Costello's buddies are going over there. Tell Joe, by the way, that the Swiss Hotel has changed its name. I don't know what it is. It's the Swiss hotel now, I think. No, I'm serious. They that they were bought out by some other chain. But he'll find out. Great Western? No, it's not the great freaking Western. There are great westerns over there. He's laughing. Ah. No, that's not what it is. There's also a Holiday Inn over there. How do you like that? And there's a Crown Plaza. And there's, like, all kinds of crap. Tell them to find a, a youth hostel, okay? There's a lot of hostel people over there, especially those Rostu uh, drug dealers. Man. Oh. But anyway, it's okay. In a few months, I'll get it. Like Vegas. I'm burned out on Vegas. Who the hell wants to go there? Oh, we had such a great time. Good. I'm happy for you. Lynn Samuel, she's out there in Vegas right now. Hope you're winning some money, Lynn, and quit eating so much. But uh I'm burned out on it you understand what I'm saying? I understand. I mean, it's great, but the problem is too much sameness. Do you know what I mean? Each casino that they build is more beautiful and more unique than the other one. And after a while, you know, when you scrape away all the veneer of the, the like the Paris, the Paris is just phenomenal. You go in, and it's one of those places, it's indoors, but it's like supposed to be outdoors. You know, it's got the, the sky above you. And right. it's spectacular. But if you scrape that all away, the fact is there's still a bunch of tables and, and right. uh, slot machines. It's still the same thing. It just sucks the money out of your ass. Yeah. <laughs> I know. They just have a big hose, and you just put all your... You hold your wallet up in the air, and it just sucks it like that. Where can I find those? On an infomercial from Ron Popeil. Oh, and what was that thing we were watching yesterday about that little uh, vacuum? Weren't we watching that here? Oh, yeah, the Roomba. The, the Roomba, it's like a little automated vacuum. It looks like
1: a, a bathroom scale, but it's a, 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 a vacuum. And for three easy payments of 1999
2: <laughs> And it's a amazing. battery operated, and you just crank it up and let it go, and it like, uh, it,
1: uh. Robovac. Yeah. Goes under the bed. Uh, chases the dog.
2: Goes here and goes there, and then, like, if it's in the furniture, like makes a little, uh, it darts around. Right. It's like a little robot vac. Well, I'll tell you, we have got some really interesting. Th- Here's a, a long, long letter to the editor from Irving in Miami. Irving, uh, quit it. Wait, quit wasting my time. Irving, let's see. We did have pretty interesting facts here from Wally in Deerfield. Speaking of mold, by the way, I can tell the air in here. I'm, I'm telling you right now, the air in here. I, I'm serious. Breathing it, and uh, it's making me ill. Definitely a gigantic class action lawsuit. And I'm sure everybody in this building would be delighted I to want sign a piece on. Of that. No, can't, can't you? uh You can actually physically <laughs> feel it. <laughs> you hear that oh my god i walked in this morning i went like <laughs> see that? and there was nothing and now <laughs> yeah man yeah you're right good golly miss molly it's like that green mold i was talking about on my patio there are like strings of it all over the place you know, they got that
1: killer mold right now right have you been hearing about that where does it hang out in your rectum yeah That's one place
2: i think Mo had some on his head yesterday morning when we met him out there in the hallway we were like passing ships in the night. He walked one way and I walked the other way. Bolt Howard. He walked a little more butch than I, a little older as well. Of course, he's got to walk walk at an angle to make sure he don't trip on that cord. You know, the one that goes to his bag. The following is the teaser on the back of Gore Vidal's latest contribution, Dreaming War. says Wally in Deerfield. It says, when Gore Vidal's recent New York Times bestseller, Perpetual War for Perpetual Peace, was published, Vidal was described as a noble defender of the American Republic. In Dreaming War, Vidal continues this defense by confronting the Cheney Bush Junta head on a seri- in a series of devastating essays that demolish the lies American Empire lives by. He unveils a counter-history that traces the origins of America's current imperial ambitions to the experience of World War II and the Truman Doctrine that gave us our national security state. Now, with the Cheney-Bush junta preparing us for a hot new war, Vidal asked whose interests are served by this doctrine of the preemptive attack. Was Afghanistan turned to rubble to avenge the 3,000 slaughtered on 9-11, or was Osama chosen on the aesthetic grounds to be the frightening logo for our long-contemplated invasion and conquest of Afghanistan? After all, corporate America has long been excited by Eurasia's mineral wealth. Hence, Saddam Hussein's abrupt replacement of Osama as the personification of evil, that all conjures up a vision of America in a vengeful mood, where the media is assigned its familiar task of inciting public opinion, where the citizenry are reduced to spear-carrying, and the Cheney Bush Junta is the latest most lethal and unconstitutional advocate of corporate America's enemy of the month club. P.S., says Wally, no wonder Vidal chooses to reside in Naples, Italy, which he doesn't, by the way, Wally. It's like somewhere in that area, like in southern Italy, but not Naples. If you haven't read Perpetual War for a Perpetual Priest it right on precise. his new style of writing pamphlets makes his work timely, extremely insightful. Hard to believe that he and Al Gore are cousins. Says Wally in Deerfield. How do you like that? Gore Vidal. I like it. Faggot. Exactly. My kind of fag, Gore Vidal. Genius. What's your take on Michael Jackson, today. Don't forget, 8 o'clock tonight, we want to promote it a lot, so you'll go out and buy his CD. Not... In fact, anybody in this audience that buys a Michael Jackson CD, right in the foot, okay? And for each successive CD, we start aiming a little bit higher. Right? Right Recap, nuts. CDs. Buttocks. 47 people say George Rodriguez is gay, which is just an alternative just to get them to vote today so we can help fund our gay agenda. He's a sick pedophile, Michael Jackson, 39. He's the world's number one fruitcake, 36. He blows, and so does his music, 14. He's weird, but I love his music, 10. And he's okay. We finally got two said. Okay. okay. He's okay. I'm okay. You're okay. He's okay. Oprah's okay. Pat Buchanan's okay. By the way, Pat Buchanan, got to read this book. blinded by the right by David Brock. Pat Buchanan really has come so far. Not that I like Pat Buchanan, but I do like that show on MSNBC. And he's so much more reasonable and rational now. It almost makes you believe that he believes what he's saying. And maybe he does. I don't know. Other than he don't like you foreigners. He wants to close the border to all you foreigners. Which certainly he's got a good idea there. You foreigners. You foreigners. No, I was here first. 20 till 10 at 560 WQM. You know, size does matter for all you guys out there. Like the first caller we had today, they got a little tiny penis and wanted to know where to put it. And according to the Florida Department of Labor, computer professionals have really big ones. We're not talking about penises, though. We're talking about paychecks. That's what it's all about. According to the state of Florida, computer careers are among the highest paid and in highest demand. Fast Train can help you achieve a brand new high paying co- uh, computer career in just four short months. In other words, by this spring, you can throw away that crappy old paycheck, you can wipe your butt with it, and start making some real money and get a big fat one. Fast Train's got locations all over town. They're in Kendall, Miami, Pembroke Pines, and they've got day, evening, and weekend schedules. So there's no excuse to stay in that dead end job working for some real schmuck. Call Fast Train right now, toll free. Be sure and tell them. You know why I'm in such a good mood? We haven't seen Todd Dreck in weeks. Oh, man.
3: All right.
2: Call Fast Train today at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. That's 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. They've got full-time job placement and guaranteed financing, too. Call them or check them out on the web at FastTrain.com because now you, too, can have a big, fat, impressive one that will stretch a long way, a paycheck. 1-866-FAST-TRAIN.
6: My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Rape is funny.
3: Man, do I like that!
6: Jump in the
12: taxi cab. I said, driver, Central Park. He looked at me so quizzically I could tell he was in the dark So I acted out my park charade And with my arms the trees I made Nobody speaks English anymore I went down to Miami Beach Where the weather is nice and sunny I walked into a liquor store But the guy there talks real funny I asked him for a pint of Oh, Jim Beam, he says, no, Tienda, what does that mean? <laughs> Nobody speaks English anymore. At right the corner, of Delhi. Hell, I think I'm in Pakistan. Speak English, smelly. Or oh, you can go back
8: to Iran. <laughs>
12: I came here many years ago. Learn my ABCs. I don't say muchas gracias. I say pretty please. So get yourself to a classroom quick. You're in America now. Stop
2: making me sick.
12: Nobody speaks English. anymore. more. 944
2: 560 WQM. So the reason I play that right now, beside the fact that I love it, is that on the front page of the Sun Sentinel OS this morning, angry Hispanics flood Dame Edna with email over comic remarks. <laughs> They're whipped up and foaming at the mouth. Thanks for the uh, plug, but I'm more concerned about your health, says this uh, chronic Mike on his fax. I don't want you to get sick and stick me with George, is what he says. He hates you. He finds oh, you disgusting. The worst mold is starchy botrys. See description page. St- oh, I see. <laughs> starchy botrys. It's actually starchy- stachybotrys. S T A C Don't that spell splotchy starchy? Yeah. Long-time listener since WNWS. Mike from Able Home Inspections. P.S. Lawsuit sounds good to me. You need uh ammo mold report would be good. Hey, let's get a mold report in here. Then we'll file a big... We'll call up uh, OSHA. The Occupational okay. Safety and Health Administration. OSHA, oh, look at this. Stachybotrys, or however you pronounce that. This fungus may produce a uh With something which is poisonous by inhalation. The toxins are present on the fungal spores. This is a slow-growing fungus on media.
11: See? I'm going to go look. Aren't
2: Aren't we in the media? It does not compete well with other rapidly growing fungi. The dark-colored fungi grows on building material with a high cellulose content and low nitrogen content. Individuals with chronic exposure to the toxin produced by this fungus report cold and flu symptoms, sore throats, diarrhea, headaches, fatigue, dermatitis, intermittent local hair loss, and generalized malaise. The toxin produced by this fungus will suppress the immune system affecting the lymphoid tissue and the bone marrow. The my- mycotoxin is also reported to be a liver and kidney carcinogen. Effects by absorption of the toxin in the human lung are known as pneumopsychosis. The organism is rarely found in outdoor samples. It's usually difficult to find, blah, 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 blah. The spores are in a gelatinous mass, like jello. Like a slime. Like a big slime. Like, See that right up there? See on the bottom of that vent, that air intake up there? There's like a gelatinous mess. The spores will die readily after release. The dead spores are still aerogenic and toxic. (laughs) Hear that? Thanks a lot, Mike. I think we're going to get on this. And Duff promises me that he'll pay for it for the study. He'll chip in, him and Clarence. You so think that's a good idea? Even though it may not be financially expedient to the company at this time, quote Bob Green from WIOD. Remember Bob Green? Yes. Don't spend it all in one place, Bob. And what the hell was that all about there at Pompano Park that night, Bob? You and Cheryl, that dog and pony show. What was that all about? Remember that story I told you right. about how they had this cockamamie mm-hmm. scheme, get me on XM, on satellite radio, or something like that. And and that's the end of that. I never heard another word about it. Now, I never heard one more word about it. Wouldn't that be great having me on satellite radio and people all over the country? So Uncensored, by the way. Gotten not, not calls, this, by not the this, way. Huh?
1: Gotten calls, people asking, hey, I'm thinking about getting XM. I yeah, we're going to get Neil on XM so on we satellite Neil, radio. And, on there and then they go, oh. Uncensored. Right. Uncensored. That would be spectacular. Right.
2: No more of this having to, like, watch Yeah, every other police. word we say because we have the word police out there. Here we're getting ready to go to war, kill thousands, maybe millions of people. North Korea is running around moving their plutonium over here and getting ready to crank up their uh, their uh, bomb-making uh, appar- apparatus. And we're worried about if somebody says crap on the air. Don't you think, or and this poor guy in California there railroaded, Convicted for growing marijuana for medicinal purposes in accordance with local and state law out there. But your DEA, I'm I'm serious. What is wrong with you people? What does it take to get the people
1: angry and pissed off and fired up? You you make make light of that. You make light of it, but think of all the people that have been killed by profanity. Right, that's right,
2: assholes. Five to 85 years this guy can go to jail. Right. And the jury says, well, we didn't know it was for municipal purposes because the judge wouldn't let him present that evidence, and they, et cetera, and so on in their case, and we want to have another trial because we feel really bad. We feel almost as bad as Antonio, who's laying there dying on uh, Passions. Oh, by the way, what's-her-name is still alive, Mrs. Wallace. You can't get rid of that bitch. Hey, Missy! She, she's great. you got to see that show, I'm telling you. You're missing out on life. Sorry. Passions is great. Okay. Uh, take your word for Even it. Even if it was just for what's-her-name?
1: What's-her-name? Pilar. Rice Pilar. Mijo.
2: Angry Hispanics flood Dame Edna with email over comic remark to show you once again how everybody's got to be politically correct. I mean, Dame Edna Everidge is just a silly uh, Barry Humphreys, British comedian, one of those silly British drag people, which that's all they know is drag.
1: Even Monty Python, whom we love a lot. How anybody uh, could care about anything that comes out of that mouth.
2: Well, exactly. Or goes into it. (laughs) When the February issue of Vanity Fair... Hit the newsstand this month. It wasn't the sexy photograph of Selma Hayek posing on the beach that created a buzz. Instead, the magazine's Mexican cover girl was overshadowed by a frumpy Australian comics musings on the value of Spanish as a second language. All whipped up.
13: <laughs> the
2: incident which centers on a fictional advice column is generating a wave of angry emails and protest letters calling for a boycott of the Condé Nast publication and the article's author. And it has many Latino groups asking themselves why, like Rodney Dangerfield, they can't get any respect. Lucy! The uproar began with Dame Edna Everidge, a character created by Australian comic Barry Humphreys, answered a fictional letter from a Palm Beach reader pondering which second language to learn. Forget Spanish. There's nothing in that language worth reading except Don Quixote, and a quick listen to the CD of Man of La Mancha will take care of that. There was a poet named Garcia Lorca, but I'd leave him on the intellectual back burner if I were you. As for everyone speaking it, what twaddle? Who speaks it that you're really desperate to talk to? That help? Your leaf blower? Study French or German where there are at least a few books worth reading, or if you're American, try English, wrote Humphreys. Right. Harmless. Sure. Amusing. Okay. Amusing. I, I get it, yeah. While the controversy may seem silly to some who liken it to the Taco Bell Chihuahua incident, right, right, many Latino groups say they don't lack a sense of humor, just patience with the way they're portrayed in mainstream America. La coca, racha, you know, like that. They're tired of that.
1: Uptight beaners.
2: Right. The fictional missive-dismissive tone of all things Hispanic is generating thousands of emails from angry Latinos in Miami, New York, Chicago, and Los Angeles. Is this the worst thing that ever happened to Latinos or has been said about them? No, said Lisa Navarrete, a spokeswoman for the National Council of La Raza, one of the national groups leading the uh, protest. The problem is the way it depicts Spanish and an entire culture. If Vanity Fair were always writing about Latino literature authors, then a jab at Spanish wouldn't get such a huge reaction, she said. Much of the response is the work of Wendy Maldonado, a New York management consultant who sent out an email last week, asking just a few friends to sign her protest letter. Maldonado received a flood of responses. I've gotten emails from New Jersey to Argentina, China, and Hawaii. I'm now getting stuff every two seconds, she said. She also said, (laughs) Celeste Rodas of Miami is one who joined the email protest, enraged by Dame Edna's remarks about blue-collar workers and Vanity Fair's seeming hypocrisy. In fact, the blue-collar workers ought to be upset about passions because Pilar was the housemaid for the, uh, right? See there?
1: Stereotype. See?
2: There. I know a lot of leaf blowers who are doctors in their countries, and they have a lot of worthwhile things to say, Rod- uh, Rodas said. They're putting some Hayek on the cover trying to appeal to Latinos and bilingual readers, but in the magazine they put down the Latino community. Others say De Medna's quip simply wasn't funny on any level. It fails at humor, said Lalo Lopez, a nationally syndicated cartoonist who recently appeared on an L.A. radio show with the editor of both Vanity Fair articles. It just seems like another stupid thing that gets put out there. I'm almost immune to it because people are always telling me, go home to Mexico. You spick bastard. Oddly, Lopez said the column is managing to do what many groups and politicians have failed to do, unite a diverse Latino community that's emerging as the largest minority group in the U.S., the coolest part about this is how a Puerto Rican friend in New York believed this was a slur and sent it to me at Chicano in Los Angeles. This is a pan-Latino thing, Lopez said. Uh-huh. Vanity Fair representatives issued a written statement saying they regret that certain remarks on our February issue by the entertainer and author Barry Humphreys in the guise of his fictional character, Dame Edna, have caused offense to our readers and others. The magazine added, however, that Humphreys is an equal opportunity distributor of insults, just like somebody else we know. Humphreys representatives did not return the South Florida Sun Sentinel's calls requesting comment for obvious reasons. They wouldn't waste their time with it exactly. Wasteful bunch of crap. But there it is on the front page of the Sun Sentinel today. We got a whipped up bunch of Latinos. That's mm. kind of unusual, isn't it? Yeah. All whipped up into a frenzy? Let's start another petition. About nothing. Here's the facts from our chronic. This is David man, Jeff Hyde's former neighbor. I'm not even going to read reader. He's a crazy person. Fugs the crap out of me. Your favorite infomercial. We're going to build a list for tomorrow. That's not our poll today, though. Poll today. What's your take on Michael Jackson? Don't forget, 8 o'clock tonight, 2020, as Michael talks about, like, sleeping with little boys. And There's what's wrong sexual with that? About it. No, nothing sexual about it. Just he likes sleeping with little boys. Everyone should do it. Maybe up to age 13, maybe. 10, 11, 7. And yeah. about uh, hanging the kid over the balcony and stuff. Se- and they also said there was something about him feeding, trying to feed his kid. And what a grotesque, pathetic thing. They want to take those kids away from me, and obviously right. Because right. first of all, they're not his kids, number one. Right. And number two, God only knows what he's got in mind for him. Or is already doing. 202 votes. What's your take on Michael Jackson? Gerardo Rodriguez is gay, 62. In other words, you're in a class by yourself. Always will be. Michael Jackson, he's a sick pedophile, 56. He's the world's number one fruitcake, 50. He blows, and so does his music, 22. He's weird, but I love his music, 10. And he's okay, 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 okay. Up here. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT. I just want to ask you one other thing, too, in this 9 o'clock hour. How come we're so newsy lately? It's got to do something for the hour. No, I'm not talking about this hour. I'm just talking about it in general on the program. How come we're so newsy? All these something, interesting things to talk something about. Something to think about. Well, I don't know.
1: I really don't know. War, Shuttle, Michael. Yeah, Thackeray. well, Michael's not newsy. Michael's, you know, it's
2: the kind of stuff that Woozie. we thrive on. WQAM.
14: Hi. Good morning. Um, yes, sir. I was, I was a winner on the um, the morning show. Yeah. And um, I was supposed to get a call back, but I never did.
2: Yeah. Well, why not?
14: I don't know. <laughs> I did gave you, my phone number. What did you win? Uh, well, they said I had won. I was second place in the, um, the competition with picking, uh, you know, the. In
2: the in the uh, in the, the, the Mo Howard hairpiece contest.
14: In the morning, in the, the names. The, you know, we're talking about different names. The identify the
2: animal. dead animal contest.
14: Uh, it was the contest where he was. Howard the David goofy was, uh, names. I heard that. I was people.
2: monitoring this morning. The goofy name. Now, which name did you call him?
14: I was uh, Irina Sotskaya. Yeah. Irina Sotskaya. Uh,
2: huh, 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 huh. See, he said it again fast. The second time, thinking that that'll get it. That would On do there, it right. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. Yeah, there was some pretty interesting stuff on there this morning, wasn't there? It was sure better than uh, LeBron James or whatever that uh, guy's name is. And what are we going to do about that Humvee and his mother spent all his money and he got a... I, I just... And, and then I heard Modi yesterday saying he made a couple of calls to, like, his uh, cousin is a car dealer and how much does that really cost? And uh, I mean, I, I just don't get it. I have only one question about that. Why? Yeah. Don't you? No, I, I just put it out of my head. Makes me wonder. Like the bread is wonder? Makes me wonder. It's a wonder. Of course, when you're here in South Florida, you have a lot of spare time on your hands. Make no mistake about that. No matter what you're doing, whether you're young, old, in between, and mostly old, a lot of spare time on your hands, in between. Now, there was that car wreck on the weekend, All-Star Weekend, with some 90-year-old man who uh seriously injured. There were a couple of guys, a couple of players that got injured in that, too. Hockey players. And for some reason, I just noticed a little follow-up on that in the paper this morning. And I guess everybody's gonna be okay. But that was just another one, another South Florida incident. Another 90-year-old guy losing control, driving his car into people up on a curb or through, you know, through buildings, stuff like that. Probably got a renewal for a hundred years in the mail. Put that Clark Kent to shame, man. These people, they just can't see through buildings. They drive through buildings down here. 9.57 9.57 at 560 WQM. I'll tell you a place that will drive you wild with great food, a sea of delicious food, and that's the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. Richard is from Toronto, and a big Maple Leafs fan. Nice going, Richard. Ow! Kicked their ass last night here, Richard. We did it. Anyway, three locations for the Emerald Coast where you can go in and really pig out. They're in Sunrise, North Miami Beach, and their newest location in Pembroke Pines. Start your mouth-watering eating experience with six different soups, and then, of course, dozens and dozens of circling entrees of all kinds. Oriental surf and turf on the weekends. New York strip steak made to order at the Gourmet Center a sizzling Asian grill with teriyaki steak, shrimp, chicken, seafood, even hand-carved prime rib. The Emerald Coast promotes healthy living, too. No crap, no MSG, no cornstarch, and they use only cholesterol-free oils in all of their cooking. The buffet at the Emerald Coast features a full salad bar. There's a new sushi bar and fresh rim cocktail, too. And don't forget, for all you lobster lovers out there, Lobster Fest is back at Emerald Coast featuring lobster thermometers and lobster bisque. And please bring a big, healthy appetite, which I'm sure I've seen a lot of you folks. I'm sure you will, because you've got to save room for dessert. There's a tremendous dessert bar featuring pies, cakes, pastries, ice cream, and all your favorite toppings, even fresh fruit. What a way to end a real pig out. You'll find them in Sunrise on the corner of Pine Island and 44th Street, Collins Avenue, just north of 163rd and North Miami Beach, and at the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in Pembroke Pines. They accept reservations. Takeout and delivery available as well. Call 954-572-3822. Th- or 572-3822. Did I get that right? What? One more time. 954-572-3822. That's what I said. You'll find a lot of other Chinese buffets, but believe me, there's only one like this. The Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet.
6: My and
8: look, this is Sports Radio 560 2AM. Pop Little Boy? I used to think that I could not be home. That day would keep quiet, cause I'm a star. And now the years are best for copying fees. As long as grass is on the plate, you can feel you, if I can see it, and I can do it, if I just believe it, then they're mature, hey, I'm a big pedophile, I believe I Touch her thigh You can see it on videotape Don't care her more than try to rage. And if her parents come home You see me running through that open door I'm a big pedophile I'm a big pedophile uh-huh. I'm a big pedophile. All right. at
2: 560, WQM. we got the Mad Dog coming up 1 o'clock. Hank is at the World Caribbean, Caribbean. Now, how is that? Uh, what is it?
1: <laughs> we don't know. Is it a cruise ship? Is it an animal? Is it? Is vegetable? it a um, golf tournament? Is it bigger than a bread box?
2: I, I don't know what that is. See, the problem is with our program director who's making up our schedules. He's doing a wonderful job in there. And I said that because Monday is payday, Clarence. But... Um, they put stuff on there, and I, I guess since we're not part of the sports fraternity, we're supposed to know what that is, or we're not part of the gambling fraternity, even though I do love going to Pompano Park and plunging my guts out. I don't know what that is. Maybe we're on a need-to-know basis. No, seriously, is that a golf tournament? Is that a cruise ship? Is it a uh, resort? Maybe you're just supposed to read it and don't ask questions. I want to I wanna know. Golf tournament. Said who? Miguel. Miguel. Is it? It's a golf tournament? Now, I was only saying that jokingly. <laughs> we're, d- we're doing shows from a golf tournament again? Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Wow.
1: Hobo J's there.
2: Oh, I probably will be. Even with those arthritic knees, he'll be batting some around. The Royal Caribbean Golf Tournament. I figured as much because we wouldn't be doing a show from a cruise ship. (laughs) Wouldn't we? And with Hank on it, that thing might start listening a little bit. (laughs) Huh? Come on, lose a couple ounces, Humper. I want to keep you around a little bit. Since I made that comment about him uh, gaining a little weight, of course he hasn't been around, but I haven't seen him today. Did you? How's he doing? Normal. Fat. Yeah. No, he he really has. He's like, uh, and that's because I haven't been here, which I'm very remiss in that. Uh, if I bitch him out on air, he'll lose an ounce or two. It really it always works. That's my role well, in life. I can't lose any weight myself, but at least I'm trying to help other fat people stay alive. Now, in Fat Boy's case, we, quite frankly, don't care anymore. We've given up. It's a lost cause.
1: Helping.
2: Beast, we're helping tremendously on Balance for Life. He's doing a nice job, around 50 pounds. Probably more by the time it comes in tomorrow, isn't tomorrow Way in day for the beast? So no. Then we got, uh, let's see. After Hank, what do we go? Oh, that's right, another hockey game tonight, but this one in Pittsburgh. Seven o'clock, Shitko Panther Preview. Seven thirty, the Panthers in Pittsburgh in the uh, igloo to play the uh, Penguins with Mario. Eddie K. After the hockey game from G. A. and Joe and Mark overnight. This is an amazing story that somebody just faxed to me. Police chief's gun goes off again. Second investigation in the year underway. A perfectly miserable start to the 2003 year got even worse for Coral Gables Police Chief Jim Skinner Wednesday afternoon when he accidentally discharged his 40 caliber Glock while at police headquarters. The second such incident for the chief in less than seven months. According to police sources, Skinner accidentally fired his gun at about 2 p.m. February 5, His exact which is yesterday. His exact location was not given by a police spokesperson, but several city sources confirmed the incident took place in one of the police headquarters' bathrooms. Maybe he was shooting a runaway turd or something. Huh? You turd. Nobody was injured during the incident. Police spokesman Sergeant Raul Pedroso confirmed that the Department's Criminal Investigation Unit and Internal Affairs Office began an investigation of the incident. Pedroso said that Florida Statute 112 prohibits the sharing of detailed information on ongoing investigations, yada, yada, yada. Uh, The shooting incident comes about 27 weeks after Skinner accidentally fired his gun in the locker room of a Kendall gymnasium. a gym. In that case, Jim... Skinner is said to have finished a physical therapy session and was in a locker room when he went to put his gun back into his holster and fired it twice. (laughs) The police department conducted an investigation on that incident as well, but has not released the information to the public. Skinner said he wouldn't be able to comment until the investigation was concluded. City manager David Brown uh, said that Skinner called him immediately after the incident, but wait until more information is known, blah, blah, blah. The accidental shooting would not come at a worse time for the embattled chief as the year started with a collective thud. He's already suffered through a no-confidence no vote from the majority of union police officers expressed, and his uh, department's already seen a robbery-slash-murder and several armed robberies in the young year. All this coming after an overwhelmingly negative survey on his abilities and job performance conducted by the police union late last year. Problems in the gables, baby. It's got a picture on his story. I wish you could see it. The only casualty of Chief Skinner's inadvertent gunshot was a toilet bowl. <laughs> and there's a picture of the bowl. you showed, like, part of the seat is, like, <laughs> shot right off. It's shot of the bowl. Man, shot it right in the old hole. Hope the tiny bull man wasn't like uh, peeking out at the time, you know what? Like a turtle, hope he wasn't poking his head out. 5670560, oh, pound 560 five, on the AT&T. And Verizon Wireless Line, so Humper's doing his show at a golf tournament again. And they wonder why the uh, numbers on his station are like going in the, in the, <coughs> the toilet if uh, the sheriff will pardon me for saying that. Or the Polish chief, or whatever the hell the guy is. I uh, sorry, we said that that the numbers are going in the <laughs> toilet, and you can't shoot them because they're too small. When anything that small, you can. No, seriously, golf tournaments. Don't these people get it? No. Is that a sport? You don't get it. Is that a sport? You don't get where we're it's at. It's not a sport. It's a silly game. And I don't care if there's a golf channel. If we got a lot of people uh, lifeless pay- is it it on TV, isn't that Isn't it Fox? interesting, by the way, that most of the people who play golf are the same people who are the sport holes, right? Right. Play golf, they watch See, golf, they're into enough. golf. Right. Well, why is that? That's not like a real sport. That's not like for real men or even real women. Like sitting watching other you people You think that play the lady golfers is? are like real women? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> they're real, all right. <laughs> That's right. And if you don't let them in there in Atlanta, they're going to huff and puff and knock your door down. How do you like that? That's right. And they got the ability. Janet Reno's you know, going to load up that uh, diesel uh, truck, truck of hers. The one she borrowed from man, Right. And just take a whole truckload up there to Augusta. And they're going to stand out there, and like I said, they're going to huff and puff and blow that door down until you let them in come hell or high water. All you yahoos up there. All you sexist pigs. All you anti-lesbian uh, golfing idiots, you. Blue noses, drunks, schmoozers. That's golf for you, baby. I know, because I know a lot of people who play golf, and each and every one of them has no life. Desperate, lifeless, bored people looking to kill some time. Go out there as an excuse to schmooze with people. Why not just have a club, you know, just just a place like the is. BFW, the Elk, something like that. Just a big place where people can hang out. That's what it is. But they go out there and they, and of course it's such great exercise because we're <laughs> all that walking, That's you know, just an excuse. <laughs> all that sauntering around from hole to hole. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like what you do, I guess, at the swing club.
11: Oh Here's wish. Kendall. Hello. That was good. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. I was wanted to talk to you about the crossover. I've been listening to you for years. I never. I'm the not cross-dresser? Crossover. Yeah. I'm uh, not a sport hole at all. But, good. Uh, Thank I, God for that. I've been in, enjoying listening to Mandich. Well, he's not just over. a sport hole. He's a nut. Yeah, it's been it's been real funny. I say that Mo needs to pick up on it. I mean, his show really stinks. I wish that you guys would do a crossover in the morning because I get to listen to them early morning sometimes.
2: You wish that Mo and I would do a crossover in the morning?
11: Well, I mean, like it, it, <laughs> as good as your show used to be with Mandich and Hank sitting on, and I would listen to those sports shows that I wouldn't ordinarily. I got to yeah. listen to something in the morning, but I also wanted to tell you that that drop of Mo's "you asshole" is really funny. Doesn't man. that do it for you? Oh, don't you get like don't you great. get like
2: a little twitch every time you hear that? <laughs> I do.
11: You, your friend Lynn Samuels ought to love it. That guy Defeedy, he was really good. At uh, New Times, I used to email him. I really liked.
2: Not anymore. Stuff. The Herald cut his off. I don't off. know.
11: I mean, that's like the, that's like appointing Kissinger uh, or something like the that.
2: The Herald has declawed him. You asshole!
11: It's it's a real disappointment. And it, uh, I wanted to ask, what is this Patriot Act I've been hearing you talk about? With, uh, it means
2: you can't call this show anymore. What? The Patriot Act. It means you have to be a Patriot fan. All the Doll fans are going to jail. The USA Patriot Act. It means you've lost your freedom, sir. That's what it means. You've lost all your freedoms. No more First Amendment. No more any, any amendment except, uh, the Fourth Amendment. And the Second Amendment. And whatever other ones they like. They don't like the First Amendment. At all. They don't like freedom of, pe- uh, of peach. They don't like separation of church right. and state. Things like that.
1: Just little minor things like We're that. I'm just gonna skip ahead to the second one and go from there.
2: Ten minutes after ten at 5.60 WQAM. I'll tell you, I'm just uh, all disorganized here. I have no idea why I'm in the wrong hour on my log. I'm just, uh, I am just, must be that last guy. He was a good guy, but he was kind of boring, to be honest with you. He was a good guy. He was a good guy. A good guy. Very good, boring. Hey, if you guys out there are like Moe, since he just mentioned him, are looking for your hair, it might be in the toilet, it might be on the floor, it might be next to Moe. I don't know where the hell it is. The more you look, the less you can find it. If you want to get a great look at hair, call my buddy Charles Alfieri. He's the man. He's the hair specialist. For over 25 years, working with the famous and infamous and deadbeats and everybody in between, Charlie's been helping guys look their best with his incredible natural hairline system. There are so many people uh, peddling all kinds of things now, mousy-looking hair pieces. They sell that propitia and really piss you off, too, when you find out that it's dangerous, number one. And number two, you won't grow a single follicle with it. So get Charlie's natural hairline system. It looks like the hair's really grown out of your scalp. He can make you look younger and better than you have in a coon's age. Call them at their toll-free number. Mention Neil Rogers' attorney to call. You'll get that special $200 discount just for mentioning my name. So butch up and tell them that Neil attorney to call. 1-800-321-2413. 1-800-321-2413, 1-800-321-2413, or check them out on the World Wide Wicked Web. If you like, CharlesAlfieri.com. Get your hair back this year from Charles Alfieri in Fort Lauderdale.
6: Five and local. This is 560. The radio is all yours now. <laughs> QAM.
15: What's next? Dead babies? Yes. <laughs> Thank you for calling this. t how may I help you?
3: I just picked up my 92 Accord from your lot and there is a huge turd in the back seat.
15: A huge turd? Yes. And there's there's what in the back seat?
3: A a turd, a piece of a big ass human turd in the back seat of my car.
15: Ma'am, a I man. assure you, our guys did not take a dump in your car. If you want to bring that car back, and we'll take a look at it.
3: You oh you want to take a look at it? My car is fine. It's that big ass turd in the back seat. Okay, what would you like me to do? said, te- okay, how about I go to your house and pitch a loaf on your couch? Ma'am. How about that?
4: Ma'am, huh? what would you like me to do to fix the situation?
3: I want somebody to come over here, get this turd out my backseat, clean That's not going to happen. Car. What do you mean it's not going to happen? You can
15: bring the car here and we can take a look at it.
3: And- I am. I'm going to bring it back there. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a dump in every last car you got there. I'm going to pee on your counter. I'm going to do it all. Okay. i to show you how it
15: feels. Okay, and you ma'am. know what? You know
3: what? like a big burly man. It probably came out your ass. Oh, yeah.
15: I, I I don't make it a habit of going out and taking a dump in the car. How much there.
3: do you weigh? Uh,
15: about 400 pounds. That's
3: your turn. That's, That's your my turn. huh? Yeah.
15: That came up from a 400-pound man,
3: this huh? This is a 400-pound man, either that or a gorilla. Okay. And I'm driving this car right to my lawyer's office and I'm going to let the whole world see. You're going to be on the news this evening, buddy. I'm going to get seven on my side. Watch.
5: You're going to be on the news. Can you describe the, the the piece of shit? I mean, what does it look like?
3: You know what it is. It came out your ass. <laughs> what the oh. hell? You what kind of? Ask me what color. I tell you what. It smells ungodly. That's what it smells like. It smells like you sold your ass to the devil. That <laughs> came from the pits of hell. Well, how big is it? How long is it? It's not as long as my arm. <laughs> I don't think it's fun. Why y'all? This is not fun. I got a damn. Two by four in my back seat. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this. I think this some racial shit too. That's what this <laughs> is. Uh-huh. I, little kids are running away from it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm glad y'all find this funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, uh, you're probably on the steering wheel too, don't you? Uh-huh. All right, all right. How how long does it look like it's been sitting there?
15: Steve is coming off
3: of it, okay? <laughs> team, team is coming off of it? Yes. You can't be there that long now, huh? I am taking it. It's a fresh turd.
5: Okay. What you need to do
15: is you need to bring that turd back, and we'll match it up. We got a lineup. We'll match it up with the, uh, with the other turds that we have.
3: Well, what you need to do is learn how to use a toilet.
15: So you're not going to bring the turd back to me? No.
3: You know what?
15: Is this a sample?
3: No. I'm starting to like it. you
15: going to keep it as
16: a fact?
3: i keep it because it's a nice, you know what? It's a nice conversation piece. Okay, cool. Okay. Hey, That's thanks, good. sir.
4: Oh, right, thank you,
2: <laughs> It's a nice piece. 1017 at 560, wqam 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. So that's not only just a golf tournament, the Royal Caribbean, but it's the seniors tournament. Oh, you hey. have to be kidding me. You have got to be joking me. The seniors golf tournament where the people are like 100 plus who are playing, which means the people who will be listening about it are like 100 plus as well. Come on. When are you going to hop aboard? Get with it? I'm not. I'm not. I hopped off that bandwagon a long time ago. In fact, I got right to the edge of it and never I ran away from it. I switched away from it.
1: Have you ever actually played a game of golf? Yes. Very long time ago. <laughs> many,
2: many, many years ago. Twice.
1: Once. Played it twice.
2: Once. And I said, what a ridiculous waste of time this
1: is. All the waiting sure is fun. Why
2: would anybody want to do this? What 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 is the purpose? What's the
1: attraction? Walking and waiting. Walking and waiting. Yeah.
2: I mean, but anyway. So we're going to have that on there. Hank's going to be there at the Royal Caribbean because, obviously, we're making some bucks from it on the station. That's all we care about. We don't care if anybody else is interested in it out there. we got some kind of a deal worked up, and we're uh, making some cash. So it's the Royal Caribbean for a 100-plus-year-old players. I bet you Arnie Palmer is going to be there. Or is he not playing at all anymore? You ought to know about that. I think you <laughs> got, uh, Jack <laughs> Nicholas. he'll be there. because I'll tell you, Jack... Nicholas. The golden elephant? The golden elephant. This man, he lives it, he breeds it, he's. In fact, the rumor has it up there in Palm Beach County that when he does a dump, it, <laughs> golf balls come out. That's what I've heard. I heard he has his, uh, had his surgically replaced balls? Yes. Pontiac, Michigan. A man with, speaking of that, what a great cu- uh, tie in, cut in. A man with no medical license will stand trial after allegedly castrating a man on his kitchen table last year. What a great cut in. Shuo Shan Wang. Oh, it
10: just keeps getting better. Had expected to be sentenced
2: to no more than six months in jail Tuesday after pleading guilty to practicing medicine without a license and dispensing prescription medication. But Oakland County Circuit Judge Fred Mester said he was uncomfortable with the plea agreement and indicated he might impose a harsher sentence. At that point, Wang's attorney asked for a jury trial. They were plea bargaining. Wang is an engineer from Taiwan who's in the U.S. on a student visa. He was arrested after police found apparently willing subject in bloody trousers sitting outside. (laughs) sitting outside Wang's Oak Park home. Prosecutors said the man wanted the castration because he had a sexually transmitted disease. Wang told police he learned the skill from his grandparents. He performed his first surgery on a dog and then on the dog's owner and three of the owner's friends in Australia, prosecutors said. How do you like that? Practice makes perfect, baby. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Here's Dania Beach. Hello. Hello.
5: Dr. Neal.
0: Yes, sir. How
5: are you doing, sir? Okay. Saw you last night at the hockey game. You're looking great. Yeah. And, uh, boy, that, those chances look awesome, huh?
2: hmm
5: Let me tell you something. Peter Warrell, is his IQ about what? About 5670560, pound
2: 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line as it continues more of the same, on and on, over and over. week. Here's Miami. Hello, Miami. Hello, yes, sir. How are you, Neil? Okay.
0: Listen, I want to tell you the the people in uh... in Miami uh, with this war going on and everything, they're whipping up people into a frenzy with a video coming out about Fidel Castro's brother. you uh, heard about that? Doing what? Uh, of the other, the bad side of Fidel's okay. brother. They're whipping him up because he's power.
2: Because he's what?
0: Oh, after Fidel.
2: Yeah. I don't
0: know how people are going on. I'm okay, I think of... they're, oh, I I think they're
2: what... attacking your phone right now. Get a new one, pal, with an unlisted number. five six seven oh five sixty. Man, these calls, sure, they're like the corn in deliverance. They sure are special. Man. And why do you have a question, Mark? We know that call must be from Cleveland. Hello? Neil. Yes, sir.
15: The guy put me on hold too quick, but maybe you can help me. Are
2: you in Cleveland?
15: I'm in Cleveland. I listen to on the Internet every day. Yes, sir. Great show. Uh But my problem is that uh, you play for 10 minutes, then you're off for three minutes, then it comes on for 10 minutes, then it goes off for three minutes. And? It's only your show. It's not Mad Dog or anybody else's. Like, I was going to ask your producer, whoever answers the The only call. thing
2: you don't hear is the commercials. I mean, if you're in Cleveland, why would you want to hear the commercials anyway?
15: Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, no, I hear the commercials. Do the Honda or that uh, car deal and all that stuff. I hear the commercials.
0: Yeah. But
15: it's all, it goes on for 10 minutes, then it's off.
1: I just wondered if... Well,
15: reason?
2: just just take the ten minutes you get and count your blessings. That's all I can tell you.
1: I guess that's it. Have, have a good day.
2: day. And you too.
1: Well, I'm sure so sorry I put him on hold without talking
2: to yeah, him. Yeah, you should uh, get with it. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. I don't see anybody in this audience. Of course, we got a lot of Julios out there in this community. I don't see anybody whipped up into a frenzy about Dame Edna's comments, about her uh, cutesy comments about forget Spanish, yada yada yada. nothing worthwhile except Don Quixote. I mean, uh wow. Everybody is uptight and out of sight. Everybody's got to be politically correct, and everybody's worried about stepping on this one's toes and that one's toes, and in the meantime, we're ready to blow the world up. I'm so delighted that America's got its priorities straightened out. Here's Miami. Hello? <laughs> Miami Lakes, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
4: I heard you talking about Amsterdam this morning. Uh, what's the deal with that?
2: What's the deal with what?
7: Why you, do, you want to go back now or... uh it's just turned off by it what minute. did I
2: just what did I say when you were listening?
7: Uh that you you were just turned off by it for a little while. But the reason I'm asking you about that is uh do you believe we are going to war with the US? Of course. Okay. Uh, another question and now that I'm that the summer's coming up and
15: I'm going to have my vacation I was thinking of going to the UK. Do you think just out of your opinion, do you think it would be safe to travel if there is a war in through? the UK? No. No, you wouldn't think so. Huh? No. Of course Try not. Ba- Better to stay in the continental U.S., I guess. Well,
2: I mean, uh, like maybe, uh, in Geneva, New York would be safe. I mean, like, you know. <laughs> oh no, seriously, if you're, if you're gonna worry about where to be, uh, geographically to be safe, I think any small town you pick, you know, Dubuque, Iowa would be okay. Um, uh, the further I, from a major city, if the better. Michigan might be okay. You know, I'm, uh, I can think of a zillion places. because but I certainly, if I was going to be traveling abroad, I wouldn't be uh, going into a country like England, assuming we are at war at that time. I wouldn't really? be going into there that's got this enormous Muslim population and right. that's uh, obviously very strongly on our side on a war. All right, all right. Just uh, just want to value your opinion. Thank S- you. Switzerland you. might be okay. Thank you. Good luck to you. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. And tourism around the world, by the way, is very, very way down. Way down. Because people, number one, of course, are, oh, Air Canada's in big financial trouble too, eh? Found that out this morning. They got real tourists as well. They're hanging on. I mean, the point is going to be pretty soon you don't have to worry about whether you can go to here or there because there won't be anybody to fly you there anyway. Between American uh, Airlines is fighting bankruptcy, United and all these others, now Air Canada. What the hell's going to be left? You got the Wright Brothers number in there? Stagecoach. 5670560. Oh, Oh, and you'll be uh, excited to know that they're having another memorial. See, I don't want to make light of anything. It was a tragedy. Mike Mayo stole our thunder in his column this morning in the Sun Sentinel. Says everything in there, like he always does. He steals my uh, words verbatim, puts them into a column about how this is tragic, but it's been overblown by the media and life has to go on. He does this all the time. Never mentions my name or thanks me for the idea or makes any reference to the fact that I said it. Just sits out there like he's doing right now, Listen to the show, and then makes a column out of it. Like he's got an original idea, which, of course, he does not. But anyway, the Washington National Cathedral right now, they have a memorial for the astronauts. Again, another one. I mean, when, when does it stop? It's Thursday already. This happened last Saturday. When, when does this stop? When the war starts. When are we supposed to feel better? When are we supposed to be less morose? What was that headline again? Nation in um, pain. Pain. When, are we, when does the pain start going away? I would say about 1 o'clock. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's Boca. Hello. Hey,
14: Neil. Yes, sir. It's amazing. Your ratings are amazing, considering I have to shut off your station five or six times during your show just because I can't get the station. Like I go on Powerline Road, I have to shut it off. If I go to my bathroom, I have to, because the static is so bad. Well, we
2: don't want you listening in your bathroom.
14: Well, I like to take a hot hot bath sometimes. Yeah. And but I, I mean your rating should be if you if you had a good signal, I would pump them up If this time. show
2: was on FM, we'd have a ninety five share. I'll guarantee you that right now. If we were if we were like in the middle of the dial, they're like on nine forty, which they're just wasting that signal. If we were on there, we'd have at least a fifteen share, guaranteed. And
14: I don't understand how come the signal can't be better if we could speak to people that are in space. Why can't we get your show on Powerline Road?
2: Because it would cost them money to do something about that, like goose up the power, and they're, they're cheap. They're a bunch of cheap bastards.
14: That would be the best thing they to lie get a do lie. to that station, allow people to actually hear the show all the time. That
2: would be good. I agree with
14: you.
2: Yeah. Well, write them right. a nasty letter.
14: Yeah. It's a struggle to listen to you, but it's worth it. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks. Okay.
2: Maybe if we just talk louder, how's that? Huh? Oh, I like that. Let's crank it up a little bit. Crank up the goddamn power back there in engineering, you idiots. Crank it up. What the hell are you doing in there, you idiot? George did it. No wonder you're winning the poll. Oh, and by the way, you're in second place. Oh, damn it. What's your take on Michael Jackson? Is our poll on neilrogers.com. we got 311 votes. He's a sick pedophile, 92. George Rodriguez's gay has got 85 votes, which may seem like it has nothing to do with this, which it doesn't, but, you know, I'm going to go home and freep it. He enjoys having it, yeah. And maybe it's being freeped. He's the world's number one fruitcake, 83, and, of course, that could be either Michael Jackson or George. He blows, and so does his music, 36. He's weird, but I love his music, 12. And Michael Jackson is okay. Okay. Three. They'll be watching tonight at 8 o'clock on ABC on 2020. Hey, let me tell you right now about Delights of West Boca, a mega store for the Atkins diet or any low-carb, sugar-free diet. It's a place you're going to be loving to shop. we talked about it for a long time on his show now. Good reason you ought to join the thousands of people who travel there, because unlike the supermarket where they just have, like, a couple of things for the Atkins besides your regular meat and cheese and cheese and meat and lobster, etc. Over 600 delicious low-carb food products and this week, be sure and sample the new low-carb tortilla chips in original or pico gallo flavor by Carb Sense and their great tasting new carb bruschetta by Walden Farm. You'll be in snack heaven. So whether it's carbolite ice cream, breads, chips, muffins, cheesecakes, pasta and sauces, Delights West Book is a store that's entirely dedicated to you and all your dietary needs. Their staff knows their craft. They're open every day, seven days a week, 10 to 10. And at Delights, they carry the most complete line of Atkin brand products you'll find anywhere. And even better news is they're always 25% off all day, every day. And everybody out there who's trying the Atkins or the other low-carb diets, believe you me, this is the number one store in the world for you. The number one sugar-free store in the university. Lights of West Book on the northeast corner of Glades and 441-X to Boston Market or call them toll-free at 1-877-LOW-CARB or on the web. You'll find them at lowcarb.com. If you're real lucky when you go into Delights, maybe Petey Lenny won't be there.
17: Yeah, two sets of lips.
8: Give him a light so he can see back that It's an American bomb. It's an American bomb. We'll chop him off Saddam till he cries for his mom. It's an American bomb. It's an American bomb. To keep your oil warm. Once people, but now you need some more of these American bombs. It's an American bomb. Woo-hoo. It's an American bomb.
2: Woo-hoo. It's an American bomb. 10-33-560-WQM. Greg Reed is in the studio with a bad haircut as usual. Can't you afford to get... Actually, it doesn't look too bad for you. A little bit better. Not great, but not too bad. Here's a fax from a John in Miami who says, "I think our boy Jimmy may have a right a solution that is much too simple for Shrub and company, and it's a, an alternative to war by Jimmy Carter." Am I going to read this on here? No, I don't think so, because Jimmy, quite frankly, I don't think has an awful lot of credibility. The thing he does lately is he makes statements that, on the face of it, seem to make a lot of sense, but his foreign policy expertise, if I use that expression loosely, <laughs> seems to be somewhat lacking. How are those hostages doing in Iran, by the way, George? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello.
11: Hello, Neil. This is this me?
2: Yes, sir. It sounds like you.
11: Neil, God.
14: Neil. Um. First of all, uh, you guys don't answer emails.
2: We don't do email on this show. Why is that? Because it's a lot of trouble. Because because if we did email, we'd have eighty thousand emails every day, and about seventy five thousand nine hundred would be crap. Yeah, that's true.
14: Okay. Second question.
1: Well, well why, why do you want to know that?
14: No, I, I, no. I just figured because I, I I listen to you at home sometimes, so I figured I would email. But that no. would be
1: a full time job for somebody. Yeah,
14: dealing true, with
11: that. Mm-hmm.
14: Two is uh, Booker Bryan going to come out with a second uh, Molebix? Possible. Okay. Third, um, do you think that what's what's been going on now with all the situation in the Middle East and all that is that due, due uh, to Clint, Clinton's uh, neglect on uh, foreign affairs, or what do you?
2: If if you have a hemorrhoid, if you pop a hemorrhoid, it'll be Clinton's fault. Okay, believe me. Make no mistake about it, his neglect. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Make no mistake about it, my politically astute friend. See, there's really no point in talking on this show about Colin Powell, about the uh, war in Iraq, about any of those things. The guy who said, "Why are you so newsy?" He's right, because just like yesterday, in the midst of all of those other right wing, like that one call in particular. I mean, talk about venom. We had to we had to bring the disinfectant in here for like a half an hour after that guy called. This is what you're dealing with today. The people on the right are out of control. They've gone ballistic. They're nuts. They were always a little, you know, a little bit like that, but now they're just, they're nuts. And the rest of the public, you couldn't get a comment, you couldn't squeeze a commentary out of them for love or money, for anything. So what's the use? What's the point? And I could sit here and read all these bedtime stories and pontificate, and I'm making all these great points, and Molly Ivan says this, and Mary McGroy says that, and, uh, yeah, and... And what? So we put this stuff on our website for anybody that really cares, it's on there every day, some good bedtime stories. But other than that, what what's the point? We're not going to change anything here. It's frustrating as hell finding and that's that's what they're taking advantage of because trying to find anybody in America today who uh and, and look at the Democratic Party yesterday, what a bunch of wimps. What a bunch of wimps. I've told you both parties suck and I'm right. They're the decoy party. That, that must be it. Colin Powell gets up there puts on that dog and pony show and here look at these tubes and then we got the recording about babiba boop you know which anybody can oh, put that together right. and uh Ted Kennedy rolls over and plays dead and uh, Diane Feinstein and Joe Biden yeah you know he made the case he did it. he closed it today and that's it that's it of course the Russians don't think so and the French well we know about them and the Chinese and like uh, the Germans and everybody else the overwhelming majority they still you know keep the the, you mean uh, the cartoons didn't
1: convince them no The cartoons
2: and those neat, nifty colored drawings didn't do it either. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How are you, Neil? Okay.
0: Neil, did you hear uh, Jesse Ventura is getting a new show on on MSNBC?
2: Yes, sir. what do you think that's going to do?
0: I don't think he's going to do anything. I don't either. He's going to shake things up, but I really doubt it. Yeah. Another thing, I think George is great. I think he's better as your sidekick, though. And, uh, I think the He's best. He's better show, on his side. Yeah. I think, uh, the best, one of the, my favorite shows you ever had was the one about the spook names. I don't know if you remember, it was very long ago. Yeah. The first show, I think it's great. Another thing, one bit you played uh, a couple of times about the Michael Jackson screaming. It's a little scream, I think it's one second.
2: Michael Jackson screaming?
0: He goes, huh.
2: <laughs> Get it right, man. Alright, Diego. Arriba Archie. Bye. Hasta luego. Oh, don't do that. Don't be uh, talking that kind of lingo. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T
1: and Verizon Wireless line.
5: Here's Lake Worth. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, Donald Lake Worth. How you doing? Okay. Congratulations on your uh, victory last night no- uh, with the Leafs.
0: Yeah.
5: I read the Palm like a Beach... a Bo- walkover. I, re- I read the Palm Beach Post. They said it was a sparse crowd. What would you... uh? put the uh...
2: seven or eight thousand max max mm-hmm.
5: alright well at least you got a victory hey um... this whole michael jackson thing you know one thing that really bothered me is the, the little kid that he dangled over the edge of the balcony she's adopted which means that in order to adopt a child i believe you have to go before a judge mm-hmm. and you have to prove to be a fit parent
1: Yeah. not where he does it
5: well i i know that obviously he has high-priced lawyers and everything but the fact that he paid paid off the parents of that little boy that he molested, and all the other allegations, some judge out there actually gave this scumbag permission to adopt another child. Right. And I find that really unsettling, right there mm-hmm. that uh, that the judge didn't. Well, how about stand up how about the, the
2: judge that let OJ have custody of his kids?
5: Yeah, I know, I know. Hey, one last thing: do you do you have Kivo yet?
2: I have, uh, whatever the equivalent of that is on, uh, DirecTV. What is it Rope. called? Ultravision? Ultravision.
5: Okay, cause I, I just got a TiVo, and you had mentioned before that, you know, you were tired of all the crap on TV, and I got my TiVo this week, and I'm telling you, man, that it's just a whole new way to watch TV. It requires what I want, uh, for live hockey games, you can, you can pause them, get up, go take a dump, come back, uh, continue the play mm-hmm. i watch what i want to watch and um you can st- save things you can edit things and i'll tell you what man it's a, i know Directv is only about five bucks a month i pay 12 uh but it's a completely different way to watch television
4: yeah it's great
5: all right
2: okay Joe, i love see ya. you i all love right. you neil bye bye five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the at&t and verizon Wireless line you know what's really interesting i want you to stop and think about this just stop and think about this. Do you know when I see Greg Reed?
6: Yeah. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. The butt, I smell it. Did you see
17: our ratings for the last book? Yeah, I know
8: who sports that is.
17: Sure. Yeah, couldn't possibly be us. Watch your back, Jack, or you won't wait for Moe no more, Moe no more, Moe no more, Moe no more. Watch your back, Jack, or you, no, 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 no. you won't wait for Moe no more. I got enough. I gotta think about on top of getting raped in, and I don't need a rating that's a minus eight. Don't care
8: what you do, long as it's understood. You gotta
17: work a little harder on the guest you book, or else you guts to go. There's a lot of fat producers, you know.
9: That's right. Watch your back,
17: that, at, you or well you won't wait for no, 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 mo- no, 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 no. Watch your back, back, not, or you won't wait for mo no, mo Oh brother, all that blubber, I don't understand. Well, you can eat from a trough while using both hands. you yeah,
3: big, fat, punch You made a raining squall. You just
8: like Clinton. It's all your
17: fault. Better straighten your fat ass out. Well, we'll take the food out
8: of your mouth.
17: That's right. touch right your back, sack. Or you, well, you won't work for Moe, no Moe, no Moe, no Moe, no Moe. Watch your back, Or you won't wait for Moe, no Moe. Listen what we say. back, Zach. Or you won't back. wait for mo no more, no more, no more, no no you no know who I am. You're one more time and you're 10-45-560-WQM. <laughs> <quiet. laughs>
2: and by the way, I forgot to tell you.
4: Greg hates you.
2: 5 6 pounds 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. San Francisco man's astounding photo. Mysterious purple streak is shown hitting Columbia seven minutes before it disintegrated. Now, you don't think that they're trying to revert a lawsuit by now saying that all that stuff about the...
1: No, they wouldn't do that. Oh. Meteor.
2: Top investigators of the Columbia Space Shuttle disaster analyzing a startling photograph snapped by an amateur astro- astronomer from a San Francisco hillside that appears to show a purplish electrical bolt striking the craft as it streaked across the California sky. The digital image is one of five snapped by the shuttle buff at roughly 5.53 a.m. Saturday. As sensors on the doomed orbiter began showing the first indications of trouble, seven minutes later, the craft broke up in flames over Texas. The photographer requested that his name not be used and said he would not release the image to the public until NASA experts had time to examine it. Although there are several possible benign explanations for the image, such as barely perceptible jiggle of the camera as it took the time exposure, NASA's zeal to examine the photo demonstrates the lengths of which the agency is going to tap the resources of ordinary Americans in solving the puzzle and in perhaps covering up the real, I mean, you know what i Their saying? asses. Right. Covering their ass at NASA, is that what you're trying to say? Five, six, seven, and you notice the tremendous number of people calling in on this show, which proves what I've always said. The comment I made just minutes ago about why the hell would we waste our time giving the alternative point of view. Well, what, 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 does it accomplish? Because those people won't call for love or money under any circumstances, assuming that they're there. I mean, they vote on the polls. They're against the war. They're on this side. They're on that side. They, you know, but, but as far as having anything to say, forget about it. They don't support us in any way, shape or form. Right. So what would be, what would be the point? There isn't. Other than you know taking a lot of abuse from right wing assholes and want to call him and say, oh you know you're a faggot you know, with that guy yesterday. I mean he he was the epitome of what America is becoming. That's what politics in America is today. Not just the politics of personal destruction, but you know just just lash out, just unleash, ventum as the guy says, ventum.
10: Here's
2: Pembroke Pines. Hello.
10: Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Hey, you didn't happen to read a Hackworth column today in the Sentinel, did you? Hackworth? You know, David Hackworth. No. No, or uh, Thomas Friedman. Either one of them? No. Oh,
2: I saw Tom Friedman's comment in the Times yesterday.
10: Yeah, well, Hackworth's today is really good, too, if you get a chance to check it out. Uh, Friedman's was interesting, too. You know, the, the, the Gulf War, we were extracting Iraqi from Ku- Iraq's, Iraq from Kuwait. It's, mm-hmm. it's different going into the country itself.
15: Well, of course.
10: And this is going to be a long-term nation-building process. In this. Well, me, I can't believe me, 70% of the country. Let me ask you, you this. Are we going to do, do
2: as good of a job of nation-building there as we've done in Afghanistan?
10: Oh, I'm sure. Because well, yeah. we've done
2: a lovely job there.
10: Well, they you read the column, you see that, it, uh, well, I think in Hackworth's column, is saying that troops are, are, that they're short on troops now because they're, they're spreading them all over the place and mm-hmm. they don't have enough, it's just, it's, uh, it's very And, and
2: you'll recall, because we were all gung-ho after 9-11, that a lot of us, including me, we said, well, you know, as long as we're going to go over there and take care of uh, the Taliban, why not take care of Sodom now, too, because we're all whipped up with this patriotic frenzy? And the answer was, well, we don't want to spread ourselves too thin. Yeah. So I guess we have to assume that the job in Afghanistan must be done and that North Korea really isn't a threat.
10: Uh, it's <laughs> a very depressing thought. Yes, it is. On that note, have a good day. Good luck, luck to us. I'll see you under the bed. Take care, Neil. Okay.
2: 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Marvelous Line. But we're going to be having Hank at the golf tournament this afternoon. Oh. At the seniors golf tournament. A bunch of old codgers out there, old coots whacking around some balls. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. And what about that LeBron James, huh? What do you think? With that Humvee. That cost 50 grand, but when it was all juiced up and goosed up, it may have been 75 or 85 grand. Huh? Aren't you concerned about that? I know somebody who's a car dealer in like Austin, Texas. I'm going to call him up after the show this afternoon and find out what it runs for one of them of them things. <laughs> I'm sorry, don't look at me. I just don't My get it. Melting. I don't get it. Here's Miramar. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Phony voice. What is it?
4: Funny or unfunny?
2: I said phony voice.
4: Oh. What what is your idea? What do you think we should do as far as How come around? what happened
2: to your accent? It was a funny voice. Oh, I see. Okay. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Like I said, starting out another war. In fact, where is the article about? uh, That is one I want to talk about, even though nobody in this audience gives a crap and I'm wasting my time. But it makes me feel better, like I'm doing something. uh, Officials, Iraq could be pretense for U.S. terror attack. The threat of a terrorist attack on U.S. soil is at a higher level than in previous months because of the possibility of impending military action against Iraq, U.S. counterterrorism officials told CNN yesterday. The threat level is definitely up. Our guys have been told to act as if we've already bombed Iraq, one senior counterterrorism official told CNN. Government officials said they're concerned that al-Qaeda Iraqi agents or individuals could launch an attack coinciding with the U.S. strike against Iraq. There's been debate about putting out an alert warning or actually raising the national threat level, but the threat level will remain at yellow or elevated, sources told CNN. Sources say the FBI is watching closely a handful of people believed to be Iraqi intelligence officers in the U.S. It's part of the Bureau's effort to question many of the tens of thousands of Iraqis living in the U.S. There's also surveillance of at least several hundred Iraqi nationals who are thought to be supporters of Sodom. Sources say that since the 9-11 attacks, the U.S. has received constant intelligence about another major al-Qaeda assault. There's continuing fear of al-Qaeda obtaining weapons of mass destruction, but officials said there's no proof yet of terrorist organizations got them. If they get their hands on them, no doubt they'll use them. A senior official told CNN, we're holding our breath because of Iraq, he said. They're holding their breath because of Iraq. So that's another great reason that we ought to go in there, don't you think? Whack
1: the hornet's nest.
2: Yeah. Get out the goddamn broom and whack the hornet's nest and see if they all come flying at us or not. Let's take a shot at it. In fact, you know, Jimmy Carter's come. I probably should have read that thing because it made a lot of sense. I mean, we can keep him locked up. We can keep the surveillance on there. We can keep the international pressure on him for years and years and years while we worry about taking care of more more dangerous and important things. Because as long as he's under surveillance, he's not going to get one hair on his lip out of joint. But, oh, no, we don't want to do that because these plans, I, I, I mean, they come, this is the thing that's frustrating to me is they come right out and they tell the public, hey, we're going to play the war card. That was last January. That's 13 months ago. This has already been planned long since. All the Hawks, the Rumsfelds and all these other right-wing lunatics. Wolfowitz, the whole crowd, the whole crowd from uh, Bush 1 and Reagan. Oh, no, but look at this. Look at those tubes and look at those uh, drawings and listen to that recording where the guy went, like that, hide it,
1: move it. Eat it. We have agents that speak Arabic. One or two now. Better late than never.
2: Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
15: Hi. Change and lighten up the subject. Yes, sir. Uh, I saw a billboard on ninety five, um, just south of uh, Allendale. Uh huh. For a. Oi. Gay male chat line.
13: Yeah.
15: And there's two hot guys there embracing each other. Yeah. And, uh, maybe there is hope.
2: Hope for what? I don't think there's hope for you. He saw a billboard for a gay hot chat line, so that means there must be hope. Don't you feel better now? Huh? I feel, no, about life in general. That were not like being taken over by the far right because this guy was driving down there like by Hallendale and saw a billboard ad- advertising a gay hot, uh, hotline. Yeah. Hot, hot gay. I saw a gay talk show host today. Did you really? Who was it? 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. They're out there, they're rattling the spears while the rest of you are like, boo, 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 just like that. I can't, I'm not gonna, uh, who the hell is? Make any difference? They're just—they're just waiting. They're just waiting in the wings for their next round of lunacy. That's all they're doing. They've taken over. We had a bloodless coup, and we got millions and millions of people too stupid to even realize it happened right under their nose. What? Exactly. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Jamba. Fort Lauderdale. Hello.
4: Hello.
2: H- Fort Lauderdale. Yes, sir. Hello. Yes. Am I on? Are you in Fort Lauderdale? Yeah, sounds just like you.
14: All right. I just wanted to make a couple of points, and I I tend to agree with you. I think even if you said okay, Colin, pa- you've got all this mysterious stuff, and you're assuming that there's uh, hidden uh, explosives and mass destruction weapons, there is. Where's the in- imminent threat? And that's what I don't any. hear these Democrats talking about. If there's an, there is no imminent threat. If it's all well hidden, so what's the? Uh, why do we talk about imminent threat? If, mm-hmm.
2: uh, you mean like North yeah, Korea?
14: Yeah, Korea would be. Uh, they're already calling themselves a threat. So I uh, tend to agree. There is no imminent threat. I don't see a reason we should send our uh, young boys and the gay guys. Uh, they don't have to go. All they do is say, uh, "I'm gay," and they're not involved.
2: Okay. Well, I'll tell that to the guy from Hallandale with his billboard. He's busy on the uh, chat line right now. Five six seven zero oh, five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. Where the hell did that gay come from? Where did all that start? I think I am going to read the Jimmy Carter thing that uh, some of the John and Miami faxed to me. Because even though I probably should not say it came from Jimmy Carter, it would be more credible. Because I just, you know, like I said, he's come out with some very uh, reasonable statements over the last few months. But the fact that it's coming from him kind of right. lessens the credibility, if you catch my drift. Why did he get so it, It's kind of like when Greg Reed comes in and says, good morning. You know, It's, it's just right off the bat, there's, you know, there's something wrong there.
6: <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking about? Well, why am I asking you? Fly. Fly and local. We are Sports Radio 560. QAM. UAM.
11: This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. <laughs> Any questions?
9: Planning your next vacation? Looking for excitement in exotic locations? Then make your next pleasure trip a memorable one. Visit Palestine. Relax as you dine in newly remodeled open-air restaurants marvel at the view of the morning sunrise from your open-air hotel room. Experience the cultural differences between Israel and Palestine, and back to Israel again, all from the comfort of the local marketplace as it changes hands each day. You'll be blown away. So plan your next excursion to the land of enchantment, Palestine. We're just a stone's throw away from the Gaza Strip and Hebron.
2: Andrew? Oh! 11 o'clock straight up, the big hands up, little hand, mad dog at one. Hank from that uh, ancient Royal Caribbean uh, senior Yanta golf tournament, the Royal Caribbean, three o'clock. We got the Panthers and the Penguins, 7.30, at night, Eddie k after the hockey game, Joe and Mark overnight. I'm thinking very seriously, you may be shocked when you hear this good thing Carlos ain't in there right now, because he would fall on the flow. I'm thinking of going back to the bedtime stories.
1: Okay. You're not shocked? Yeah, I'm shocked. I guess a little bit. What do you mean by that? Remember, I like it. I'm not going to change. My no, no, because when I,
2: li- I mean, don't get me wrong. This is a lot easier for me. Don't take hardly any of my time. I'm at all. aware of that I get a few really good stories. I stick them in there. I give them to Carlos. We put them on the website. Good stuff. Uh, New York Times, um, uh, Newsmax, not Newsmax. God forbid, Newsinsider.org. dot org. Stuff like that. But I, I just I don't feel like it's productive. You know what I'm saying? It's just uh, not productive. I, I don't I don't think you can do both anymore. I think
1: that we've gone beyond that. You know, if one out of ten calls was something.
2: I mean, once upon a time and for many years we did it successfully. You know, you you balance a few uh, comments about what's going on in the world with like mostly fun and games. But I just don't think you can do that anymore. And since we have to pander to ratings and get the younger demographic here, that you know, uh, those people aren't going to listen to the bedtime stories. So it's a real catch twenty two. You know what I'm saying? I know. Like the punks that were calling in on the uh, networks on Saturday after the after the Columbia blew up. Ah, uh, well, uh was Howard Stern on board? Yeah, I mean, th- th- what's the point? Do you think those people really care about what's going on in the world or have the intellect to, like, uh let it sink through, to seep in to some point in a gray matter? I don't think so. No. And I don't think they were punks, though. Well, whatever the hell they were. They were the typical New York stereotype, whatever. Yeah, turned blanks. None, none, Anyway, Jimmy Carter, a statement by President Carter, an alternative to war from last week. This is what he said. With overwhelming military strength not deployed against him and with intense monitoring from space surveillance and UN inspection team on the ground, any belligerent move by Sodom against a neighbor would be suicidal. An effort to produce or deploy chemical or biological weapons or make the slightest move toward a nuclear explosive would be inconceivable. If Iraq does possess such concealed weapons, as is quite likely, Saddam would use them only in the most extreme circumstances in the face of an invasion of Iraq when all hope of avoiding the destruction of his regime is lost. Since it's obvious that Saddam Hussein has the capability and desire to build an arsenal of prohibited weapons and probably has some of them hidden within his country, what can be done to prevent the development of a real Iraqi threat? The most obvious answer is a sustained and enlarged inspection team deployed as a permanent entity until the U.S. and other members of the U.N. Security Council determine that its presence is no longer needed. For almost eight years following the Gulf War until it was withdrawn four years ago, UNSCOM proved to be very effective in locating and destroying Iraq's formidable arsenal, including more than 900 missiles and biological and chemical weapons left over from their previous war with Iran. Even if Iraq should come into full compliance now, such follow-up monitoring will be necessary. The cost of an on-site inspection team would be minuscule compared to war. Saddam would have no choice except to comply. The results would be certain military and civilian casualties would be avoided. There would be almost unanimous worldwide support, and the U.S. could regain its leadership in combating the real threat of international terrorism. It goes without saying that there are many creative approaches to combating terrorism that are not on the current administration's agenda, but which need to be promoted by the rest of us. At least Carter's proposal might buy so much-needed time, says John of Miami. And he's saying basically what all the other countries, or almost all the other countries in the Security Council are saying. What's the rush? Right. Ditto. So even though it came from Jimmy Carter, maybe it just makes too much sense. Oh, he made the case. You're wrong, Neil. Just look at those polls. Why did he have to grow a brain after his presidency? A little piece of one. Oh, yeah. Piece of a brain. Maybe like a, like a peanut. Here's Plantation. Hello. Will, yes, sir.
5: First time, uh, long time. Okay. Good to talk to you. Does MSNBC? Do they broadcast with the uh, assumption that the average viewer is like in first grade?
2: All, all, mo- all the networks do that.
5: This morning, I'm watching, and they're putting New York, New York, on like a satellite map, as if we couldn't locate it. Surrounded by Canada, Vermont. That's that's because that's
2: because a very frightening percentage of Americans can't find it. We had that story on many weeks, a couple months ago.
5: It's uh it's unbelievable. And uh, used to be in Tampa, Neil. so you uh, actually you a uh, Schwartz's Deli up there. there. There's another restaurant down, by the way. So
2: right. Oh, then that, for about five minutes.
5: <laughs> right here down. Putting a putting
2: there. a deli in Tampa is like putting a deli in Saudi Arabia. Not a good yeah, idea. Exa-
5: yeah, exactly. <laughs> All
2: right. Buddy. Have a great Thank day, you. pal. What do you say? Five six seven oh five sixty. oh my god, look at this, wow, 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 Dan, just calm down, look, there's a guy sending me a treatise on life, on, on and on, pages and pages and pages, oh, Dan! Dan! Like who in a world, I mean, I understand some of these people mean very well, you know what I'm saying? No. I don't either. Cut the crap, Dan, okay? Jeez! Shameless facts request. Could you play the following? Howard David drops an order. Uh, sign stupid gay asshole. It will almost sign, uh, uh. Oh, I see. Those are the bits. <laughs> I thought it was either like he was signing it or maybe he was like pointing a finger at me, huh? Well, I'm not stupid. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the at and I think we were, didn't I say this just days ago. I think we reached, like, a turning point in our lives here. I mean, I could be wrong about that, but... You asshole! What's your take on Michael Jackson? He's the world's number one fruitcake, 127. Oh, look at that. You dropped in a third. Damn it. He's a sick pedophile, 119. George Rodriguez is gay, 106. Do you think Free Republic would freak that for us? No. He blows and so does his music, 43. He's weird, but I love his music, 22. He's okay, 6. They only freak polls that have to do with the right wing against the left wing, El Presidente against uh, everybody else, you know? And of course, first and foremost, oh yeah, guns. They love their guns, man. Don't mess with their guns. But again, maybe maybe it's good that these people are sitting there with their computers all day, diddling around, because it keeps them off the street, keeps them out of your backyard and front yard too. Here's Miami. Hello.
10: Hey, Neil.
2: Yes, sir. Uh,
15: I've got uh, two things for you. One. I've got a question. Where do you get Nestle Turtle Ice Cream? I heard you talking about it. I can't find it in one day. Canada.
2: Canada. See you in Toronto.
4: They don't have it in South Florida?
2: Somebody called one day and she started to give me a song of the dance, but I never heard anybody really find it.
4: Okay. Well, then I got my, my buddy Neil. We're on break
15: from church right now, so we don't want anyone to know we're calling uh, Papa Neil. Okay. But uh, Bill was at
4: the hockey game last night and wants to talk to you. Here he is. Uncle Neil! Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Do the Panthers suck that bad or the Leafs that good?
2: The Panthers both. Oh, okay. Panthers suck.
14: Hey, do you hate us people that come down during the third period and sit down in your seats to watch a real game of hockey instead of up in the schlepper seats?
2: No, it didn't bother me. I wasn't there. We left after the second period. The game was over. I got home in time to see the third period on TV. No, I have no problem. You I'm... guys
15: hate You guys hate us to
5: come down there and sit in the good seats for a few minutes?
2: What did, I just, what did I just say? I guess not. I said I don't. Are you listening to me or are you just talking to yourself? I'm
5: talking like to myself. Like I said, don't body. ever
2: do it again. Don't ever do it again. Well, what did I tell you? See, this is what I'm talking about, having a conversation. Am I not speaking clearly and articulately? Do I have like mush mouth today? I don't, no. I don't think so. I Maybe think I sound very clear, clear to me, huh? What? What do I care what he's doing after I leave there? I don't care if he's like standing in the aisle, uh, standing on his head upside down, picking his nose and flinging it. What, what do I care? Do you care? No. I really don't care, unless of course he like messes my seat or something like that. And since I'm not coming back there for a very long time, uh what do I care anyway? I'm not going to go back to that. So I, pre- oh, and one other thing I do want to mention. You know, I have suspected for a long time, and I've mentioned this on the air, uh, Wayne Hypinga, still he's st- his name is still in the program at the Panthers. So even though he sold the uh, team supposedly, and Alan Cohn is the owner supposedly, at least in name, I think Wayne is still involved. He's got his finger in it. He's got his nasty testicles and tentacles in it. You know what I'm saying? Because the thin-skinnedness and the hostility and just the all the all around uh, not knowing how to treat the public, all the elements. Yeah, all the elements are there, the Wayne elements. And I think if they don't get with it, that franchise is going to be, if you pardon the expression, toast. Five six seven oh five sixty. See, there you go with that again. Yeah, I am going with that again. I think if people want to criticize what's going on, they don't like the trader, they think that Rick Dudley is an asshole. I think they're entitled to say that. And that's what ha- I'm telling you that story we had before about, uh, Dame Edith, uh, Goofball, all that. What's going on in this country? What is going on here? Uptight ass. No, not just uptight, but I mean, you talk about losing freedom to- to express anything. It's gotta- you be all supposed to goose step in line. See, I used to joke about that, but the problem is not a joke anymore. You have to goose step right in line, mister, or they're gonna like, uh, come down and uh, crap on your doorstep, and they're gonna do anything under the power to shut you up. And that's what America's become, totally intolerant, totally full of hate, totally a right wing. And if this is your idea of the land of the free and you want to wave the flag and get all, all goosey and patriotic, I'm sorry, I can't do that. I can't get enthusiastic about that. Because what used to be great about this country is vanishing. It's disappearing right before people's eyes. And they're going, boo, 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 like that. Let's go out and play some golf. <laughs> oh, that's right. we got Hank at the golf tournament this afternoon for the old farts. Good exercise, you know, George. Oh no, yeah, great to like air out your varicose veins. Kind of you wear your my nice, mall walkers, your checkered on the course, shorts. You put your checkered shorts fleets. on and like kind of airs out your like all your parts. It's great, good exercise. Wear boxers of course. Especially once you get to be a hundred, perfect for South Florida. Maybe that guy who was looking at the gay chat lines instead of instead of like uh, being on the internet all day long, trying to desperately to find somebody alive or close to it. Maybe he ought to go out there and knock some balls around on a golf course. Wax them. 10 past 11 at 560 WQAM, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Have you ever been presented with an opportunity when you should have, could have, would have done something but didn't do it? There's an incredible Fannie Mae mortgage rate out there at 3.45%, and this rate's available by calling Financial Group toll-free, 800 if you were to compare a seven percent rate with three point forty five percent, you'd save yourself thirty five hundred bucks in the first year alone for each hundred thousand dollars that you owe. A hundred thousand bucks cost you only four hundred and forty seven bucks a month. Here's an opportunity that won't last, it's a forty year low. So if you're thinking about refinancing or buying a home, call Financial Group Tool Free, 1-800-940-5363. The process is simple and the call is free. 1-800-940-LEND. Financial Group has been an equal housing lender to thousands of borrowers with the Fannie Mae program. Credit restrictions do apply and rates are subject to change if you wait too long. 5.34 APR. Call Financial Group. There's no obligation. They'll explain to you how this works and save you a bundle load of money. Call 1-800-940-LEND.
6: Nine- And local, this is Sports Radio 560,
17: the boss.
13: Hey,
9: stop it.
17: Don't forget, hang this afternoon on 3 to
2: 7 at that geriatric altar. Keep it in mind.
9: With his intestines hanging down, he looks like a slaughtered cow. I keep some parts on the shelf I may need for my health if I'm ever medically in doubt. He has everything I need, from his bladder to his spleen. He's hanging out and back, on a freezer rack, with his eyeballs frozen open. It sounds crazy, but he has my guts, and I'm not joking. His lips are a perfect match for me, in case my leg gets broken. His organs are all mine, and he doesn't seem to mind a clone again. Naturally Seems if there's a hole in my heart. I'll have spare parts that I can render when I
8: dismember.
9: That's all I have to do. Do 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 by just the other day. I felt my memories start to fade. I took a carpet knife and super it right to my head. Now I have two brains. Smoke cigarettes for fun with a couple of extra lungs. It's such a luxury, with more than one of the immortalities, what I'm yearning. He has no civil rights, that's kind of nice, he's here to serve me. He understands, I'll take his hands, should ever mind, get dirty. He doesn't have much to say, after all it's only DNA. A clone again, naturally, a clone again.
2: Naturally. You might mention my
12: name to Rice Marshal Gurry.
2: 1116 at 560 <laughs> WQAM. Might as well laugh. We can't cry. Jane is one of our regular faxers. Says, I can't call. I'm at work. I'm taking risk just faxing. <laughs> oh. We're not monitoring, okay? We're not tracing it, Jane. You're safe. Of course, who knows who might be? She says, these people calling you are morons, though they make morons look brilliant. On Saturday morning when I saw what happened, and we had a call about this the other day, but it's worth repeating. Saturday morning when I saw what happened to Columbia, I was watching Dan Rather on CBS. He took a call from a guy claiming to have debris in his backyard, and then the guy said, it's Baba Booey's tooth. Rather, unaware that it was a hoax, went on questioning, and then the guy said, you're an idiot. Then they cut him off. Talk about mentality. It makes me worry when I'm in an elevator in a crowded place, and this guy next to me, is, is he one of these jerks? And sadly, odds are, he is. Force sterilization now, says Jane. Oh! In the New York Times, 2303, a couple of days ago, three days to be exact, NASA dismissed advisors who warned about safety. Didn't we have that on our website, that story which I gave to you? Yes, we yes. did. Dr. Richard Blomberg told Congress last April, Bloomberg, but he spells it bad, I've never been worried, uh, as worried for the space shuttle safety as I am right now. All my instincts suggest that the current approach is planting the seeds for future danger. He, along with seven others, were dismissed, fired, adios. Watch as they sweep this mess under the rug, she said. Our national news is really serving the public an hour-long program on Michael Jackson. I'm going to puke, says Jane. She's puking. And don't forget, which is the reason I just played that clone again thing. How about let's get the uh, Raelians on there again for some more air time? I heard let's put another Michael. Raelian uh, press conference on there so that they can say Michael is one of theirs, and they're taking him back home. Right. That would be good. We'd, we'd pay for that. <laughs> we'd take up a collection for that. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon.
7: You understand the Gestapo keeps track of everyone.
2: Wireless line. Here's a call from Sunrise. Hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yes, sir.
16: Do you ever see the Miller Lite catfight ad? Catfight? Yeah, on, 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 the, on the football games they show them with girls who each other's bras, and the bras and panties. No, and I never fight. saw that. Well, because the American Family Association, all these Christian groups, are putting a network pressure on the networks to take it off because they're going to show it on a TV shows.
0: So oh, you know. gee. There, there,
16: there's a cable version of this ad where it's one girl go to the other, let's make out. Oh. It's, it's all it's on uh, Playboy.
2: Do you, do you have any idea how many, how far back we've turned the clock? Now it's like we're going back to the dark ages. Now we're going back pre-1950.
16: They, they really go over the, like, lesbian stuff in this ad because they're saying a Christian man shouldn't like to watch that stuff. Mm-hmm. George would love this ad. It's on Playboy.com. It's seen on it. He's it's seen it a hundred times. He's he's on regular. He's got got TV. tape He's Get watching it right now. Channels.
1: You'd see that it's on there.
4: George, did George see that?
16: Yeah. yeah. He's great. seen
1: it. He's
2: watching. Just oh. calm down. You sound a little bit hyper. It sounds like he's got himself all worked up. Well, you that's, that's good for drift. a change. 567-0560, <laughs> <laughs> oh. five, oh, five, pound 560 on it. But let me ask you one thing. Yeah. Have you seen it? lately. Here's Cooper City. Hello. Cooper City is gone. Hello. Oh, there he is. Yes, sir. Hello. Hello.
4: Hello. Yeah, Neil, i got two questions for you. Yeah. Number one is, uh, do you like your
2: wieners? Ah, come up with some new questions, okay? Wiener man, come up with some new questions. Sound like a loser to me, not a wiener. Come up with some new ones and call us back in about five, ten years, if the world is still spinning around. Here's And he always starts out. I've got two questions. Here's Coconut right. Creek. Hello. And never gets Elian, to the second what was the one. the
17: other one? Elian Gonzalez is a You're,
1: You're right, right Jay. The animated guy. What is it? The animated guy. At least he was all. At uh, least he, he was whipped up, up and enthusiastic
2: yeah. about something, right?
1: Here's uh, Delray Beach. Hello. I
14: feel like if I don't get in now, I'm never going to get in because if we get you more calls like that, there'll never be another call again. Yeah, it could be. You I'm know, getting
2: close, man. I'm getting around, uh, right on the edge.
14: I don't blame you. It sucks that that's the way it's going to have to probably end up being, but that's what's going to have to happen probably.
2: Now, were you listening when I was doing bedtime stories or not?
14: Yeah, yeah. I'll didn't like it one. though. Didn't like it. The problem is, is that there's no interaction. It's just you reading the story and there's really no way people can respond. You know, there's the interaction. Story. George goes
2: like that at right. the end of each story, like, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. like a How about if we had trained monkeys in the background making those arsenio
0: sounds, you know?
14: I don't know how I don't know how you can do that. You probably. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but you might have to screen calls, you know, carefully to get people that are going to say something. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother! Oh, I've only I been know,
2: doing this in this town for about a hundred years, and if you really believe <laughs> that.
14: <laughs> I know George would have to work if he did that. But he yeah, you know,
0: don't, don't want to,
14: to work. work. Hey, uh, you know, George made the parallel. To he doesn't the, get paid or, enough to work. George made the parallel to the hornet's nest thing, you know, about Iraq. Mm-hmm. And I find it so interesting because it's so true. If you think about it, you know. Well, if you've got a big hornet's nest in your backyard, right, what's the way you're going to deal with it? you got a couple of options. You know, if you leave it alone and just kind of let it sit there, and once in a while they're going to come out and sting you, knock down a couple of buildings, blow some people up. Mm-hmm. But if you exterminate the whole thing, drop a nuke as an example, right in the middle of Baghdad, and say, look, this is it. Because if you don't do it that way, it's never going to go away. You go over there and hit Drop a nuke nest, in
2: the middle of Baghdad and kill five million people I, I, that it didn't attack away. us? I'm, I'm, no, wait a minute. It's the only way is to kill 5 million people in Baghdad.
14: I, I'm telling Who you, didn't this, attack us? we don't do anything. It's going to come back to bite us in the ass. If we go over there and start a war, it's never going to end.
2: So we're going to nuke Baghdad is what you're saying. That's your answer.
14: What's the other option?
2: Let me ask you, Did we, when we had the Cold War going, did we nuke Moscow?
14: No, but what happened with the uh, with
2: the Japanese? Did well, The Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor. Has Iraq attacked us? Has there been any attack by the Iraqi people? Yes, if you look at it. What in the was overall, it? What was it?
14: If you look at it in the overall context of the people, the come No, no, I'm not talking about. Don't no
2: give me double talk. Come on, let's get serious, sir. What was the attack? When did Iraq attack the United States? Well,
14: there there was no actual attack. I okay, mean,
2: thank you. But we don't care. Oh. Five six seven O oh, I mean, what what's the point? How do you deal with somebody like that? Let's drop a nuclear weapons on Baghdad and kill five million people. Well, that's the only way. Didn't I say that yesterday? Let's just blow up everybody that we don't like, everybody we think right. might be a threat someday. North Korea, Iran, Iraq, Syria, Libya, uh, Sudan, uh, everybody who could be a threat. Let's kill the people we're talking about liberating from an evil dictator. How about the guy we talked to yesterday who said, let's go after France and uh, get them and then Germany after that. Let's just right. kill everybody who's not American and then we'll start looking inside. Let's and say, say uh, World War We're III, not so really sure about a lot of us. Us against everybody. You know what they say you understand the Gestapo keeps track of everyone? Five six seven oh five sixty 560 on the AT&T and Verizon. And we do understand. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Buenos dias. No speaking English. Sorry. Here's a call from Medley. Hello.
16: Neil Godd. Yes, sir. Uh, two things. Number one is you're 100% correct about the Panthers organization. No customer service. Right. I, they, I mean, they're just brain dead. I mean, they, even from... Uh, dealing with incredible ice, which they own out here, you just don't, you just wouldn't believe how bad they are with, uh-huh. with, with, us. No, but they're just uh,
2: not fan friendly. They don't give a no, crap. I saw us all the no, ruts in the not. ice again last night. They, they just, you know, they talk a good game, but they just don't care. Yep. They put on a real good dog and pony show over the weekend with the All Star yep. game, thanks yep. to the help of the league itself and all the other people that came in. But when we get back to our regular games and the handful of fans who bother showing up anymore, it's That's a right. sad situation.
16: Well, Neil, airport story. I know you fly, I don't know if you fly out of Fort Lauderdale, but no. last Listen, last week I fly to New York. So I go through security, right? And I, you know, put all my stuff on the belt. I, I go through the metal detector. And after you get through the metal detector, there's like two ways you can go. One way is if you made the metal detector go off. The other way, of course, you, you pass go and you go right through. Well, there was nobody standing there, so I walked through the little, the, the way to go to, uh, uh, the, that the metal detector went off. And I go to the end of the belt to pick up my stuff that mm-hmm. went through the x-ray machine. The guy says to me, oh, well, well, wait a minute, sir. Did you just set off the uh, metal detector? And I said, no, no, I didn't. He goes, oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> wait, I swear to God. Then... Then they're attending to some other people, and two or three other people walk through, and they say, "Well, wait, 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 did you set off the machine?" And yeah. he says, "No," and they walk right through. Oh, I see that. I see,
2: that. I see that all the time. I'll see that they get sidetracked with with one bag that they're really right. interested. Like, well, what is that? And then in the meantime, the other bags are going through, and they're not even looking at them. The people are supposed to be scanning, you know, and they're uh-huh. not even it's looking believable. at them.
16: Unbelievable. So you know, I mean, I could have told them no, had something in my shoes or whatever, yeah. and and there you go. So I feel safe. I don't know about well, you. You'll
2: be, you'll be pleased to know that I must look like a very dangerous guy because uh, I would say more often than not they check me, open up your belt, take <laughs> off your shoes. No, so I must look like a really dangerous guy.
16: Uh, so don't well, worry about anyway, me. I'm safe. It really reaffirms my uh, my belief in the uh, in the whole new system that we have.
2: Okay, I'm hang, on, to hang have out Scott of that passport. Martino. See ya.
16: There you go. Okay.
2: Passport control, baby. Let's control it. Squeeze it, fondle it, grab it. Make sure it's uh, not going to expire anytime soon than us either. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon. That's kind of like a uh, oxymoron, isn't it? Airport security. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've been telling you that since uh, 9-11 happened, uh, since they started opening the airports again, four days or whatever it was afterward. Dog and pony show. National Guard guys standing around. You know, didn't mean anything. Still finding box cutters on planes and all kinds of crap. I mean, it's better than it was in the months afterward, but is it? Uh, it's it's not not what it really should be. And in the meantime, the airlines are still going bust day by day. Oh dear Lord. Twenty six past eleven at five sixty WQAM. Guys, what women really wanted Valentine's Day is for you to put a little thought and creativity into your gift. This year, express yourself in a fun and original way and say it with a Vermont teddy bear. Just call 1-800-829-BEAR, and a friendly bear counselor will help you choose from over 100 bears handcrafted in Vermont and delivered in a colorful gift box with a free card and chocolate. Tell her she lights your fire with a new burn love bear dressed like a hunky fireman with a love tattoo on his arm. Or say I'm wild about you with the jungle love bear. They've even got an officially licensed love-me-tender Elvis bear. Sending a Vermont teddy bear is as creative and personal alternative flowers as ever you heard of, and the uh, bear, of course, will be around long after Valentine's Day to remind her, of her, unlike flowers which are dead in a matter of hours. Send her a bear to the office so her co-workers can see just how thoughtful and romantic you're pretending to be. Overnight and Valentine's Day delivery guaranteed, so call one 829 bear or shop online at VermontTeddyBear.com. This year, say it with Vermont Teddy Bear for Valentine's Day. Be sure and tell that old crusty Neal told you to call 1-800-829-BEAR.
6: My and local. This is Sports Radio 560.
11: QAQAM. I, I am not a Nazi. Mr. President, I'm curious um, so far, the thing you're most pleased about.
16: Uh, not wanting to reduce arsenic in drinking water,
11: only because
16: um, I'm not friendly toward the environment. <laughs> Biggest mistake made so far? We're not going to let it come into effect. Not going to happen? No. Uh, I uh, want to spend the people's money,
15: and I will do so. One final question. Mr. President, do
16: we yet know how sick is the heart of Dick Cheney? Uh well, and we know that he is uh at least I know that he's uh, he's, he's uh, as they say out west he's checked out. Lost cause? Sure. Your heart is
2: dirty. Eleven thirty one at five sixty, WQ I'm happy Thursday to you, in spite of all of these things, huh? All we want to do is put a little smile on your puss, isn't that what it is? Yes. Put a little smile on your puss. W L and Delray, who's a chronic faxer, but obviously uh you know, got an IQ larger than his big toe. He says, please give President Carter some foreign negotiations credit for his work in North Korea in 95, helping stave off the current problems when most in the U.S. followed the O.J. verdict and Camp David Accords, which established a lasting so-far peace between Israel and Egypt. Admittedly, the hostage crisis in the 80 Olympic boycott in response to the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan were less than successful. But, hey, the hostage crisis gave us nightline. I bet you Ted Koppel is thankful to Jimmy Carter. Yeah, I never thought about that. And whoever gave him that awful mousy hairpiece... Also, W.L. says, have you got any war songs to play like Edwin Starr and War, The Clash and Rock the Cosbah, U2 and Sunday Bloody Sunday, The Gap Band, You Drop the Bomb on Me, War, Why Can't We Be Friends, um, Treble Funk Drop the Bomb, Battle Him of the Republic and Freedom Pain, Bring them Back Alive! I'll be looking in there for music now just because I've just read them, to, you know. I just found the Gap Band the other day. Did you really? Yeah. We're in the Gap. Here's a fax that says, Neil, you were talking about the security or lack of it at our airports. It pisses me off that I have to pay a surcharge on every ticket so the government can hire way too many stooges who stand around and bullshit to each other while items of concern are being passed around to their noses. Did you ever notice the number of white-shirted TSA employees at the checkpoints? They're literally tripping over one another and being paid handsomely with our surcharges and taxes. Just by their own sheer numbers, they create confusion. That's a good point. There's so many of those guys standing around that, uh, it's, it's difficult to tell who's the, uh, TSA people and who the passengers are. Which is why, you notice every time they say somebody slipped through and they couldn't find them, and they never do. They never find them. Just by their own sheer numbers, they create the confusion and tension diversion that the perpetrators seek to carry out their mission. You can't complain about the security because there is none thanks to Tom Ridge's overkill. Uh, that's Glenn who's under 100 in Lakeland. Glenn in Lakeland, the only other Glenn I knew in Lakeland was. I, and what happened to the cackle, by the way? Oh, that's where right, you misplaced it. It's around me. there. Not around here. You did it. I, I think he stole it because he hated the I bird. I use it. What are you talking about? Use what? The cackle. Not here. The cackle lives on. We do have the Bill Marshall cackle, though. Let's bring back Joey Reynolds. Oh! Then we can't have the guy with the eyes and uh, <laughs> Bill Marshall can come back. Laugh at all those really hysterical jokes that Joey used to tell on the air, that fresh new comedy. We're going to have Russ Oasis guesting on the show, talk about those great ad
1: agency screaming spots. Will Joey be begging him for a job?
2: Yes. No, he'll be begging me to go after somebody else and get him uh, fired. Anybody else just to get him a job. Like Rick and Scud, for example.
13: <laughs> get out
2: of here, Bill, you idiot. Did I ever meet him, Bill Marshall? I don't think uh, so. I don't know. Like Nixon would say, I can't remember, I don't recall. I did. You met Bill Martin? That's I right, because you used to report out that show. Oh, that's, yeah. that's sad. No it, wonder you've had such a rough sad. life. George was doing fine until he um, did the uh, Joy Reynolds show. No, it wasn't. Please, no calls. These morons are killing us, says uh, William. We turn to your show for some relief from these idiots who surround us in South Florida. Well, we sure are surrounded, aren't we? Yes. Oh, man. Blah, 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 blah. That's our middle name in South Florida. 56705, oh, 60-pound. There is uh, our leader, our fearless leader, Clarence, just opened up the door. He's got George's stub. In his hand right now. Monday, don't forget his payday, which I know I'm counting on you. It'll be great to come in Monday and see your smiling face. It's always good to see Clarence early in the morning. He's in there monitoring in his room, monitoring the Mo and show, seeing what he can do to improve it. And on Monday, he's going to have my check. Why well, you won't have it at that hour, but just keep that in mind. <laughs> hey, listen, around here, it's always a good idea because it has occasionally happened that, oh, it slipped their mind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, they just forgot about it. And then they'll get a career to send it over, and they'll be there that afternoon, or maybe the next day, or, or maybe a couple of days later. So I just always mention that it's getting, you know, getting ready for payday. And look at the look on uh poor Carlos's face—a look of terror. Wow! So you got that check that uh Duff Mail did that one time? Uh, it's on the way. Oh uh, no, I, I don't. Didn't you find out it was in the mail truck that was out here on uh, that went by on oh, Friday? Oh,
1: see, that explains it. Lucy. She was just going to drop it by here, and uh, they were going a little
2: bit too fast, I guess, when they went by. She was going to throw it out the window, return to sender. But Carlos, when I started talking about the paychecks being late, boy, he just... Because he has stretched it as far as he can, and the, the check, too. Huh? Oh. And it didn't go very far, it's especially when you're spending five bucks a pack of faggots like he is. You know, somebody like you can't afford to smoke. Don't you understand that? You know how much weed he could buy with the cigarette budget? No, no I'm serious. Forgetting about whether it's good for you or bad for you, and that, I mean... Forget about that coming from a fat old queen like me. But the fact of the matter is a guy in your position can't afford to smoke cigarettes. Unless you got somebody to supply them for you. And maybe we got some wealthy uh, people around here that would like to, you know, buy a bunch of faggots. Who do we have here that's got a lot of cash? Now, I'm not I'm not buying no faggots. Not this kid, no way, Jose.
1: Well there's Greg. Stuff. Clarence, Ray he has got a lot of cash. He'd buy him the sales some cigarettes. Department, you know, the sales Clarence
2: department. could help out. I'm yeah. sure that Clarence is making big bucks now. He's got that orifice in there. Don't you think they could get him a real desk? He's still sitting at that particle board desk they got for Muff after I had to embarrass them into it, boy, back in the good old days.
1: Yeah, but he's got some crates arranged around it so there's more surface area. Is that area. what it is? Yeah, it's crate. I see. It's great to be in the sunshine
2: state. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the A T and T line. We're just fumbling our way along trying to decide which direction we want to go into, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which direction we want to go. Straight ahead, off the little to the left, maybe a little bit to the right. There you go. What a great idea. Let's turn it into a right wing show. I don't care at this point, I'm not gonna change anything anyway. Put that freaking lard ass right out of business. Sure. Get all those freepers on our side, then we can start feeping everybody else's pool. What do you say? Yeah. Let's, let's start singing deutschland über alles right away, okay? Yeah. Let's get all those damn Clinton bits out again. Start ripping on Bubba. It was his fault. Whatever it is, it's his fault. <laughs> huh. Oh. That's, that's something to think about. Our poll, what's your, I, I'm gonna change the poll. At noon. Is that gonna get Eric upset? We really don't care. Huh? He'll be able to handle it. Even though it is the middle of lunchtime. Lunchtime for him starts at about 9.30, goes till 2. Afternoon snack time starts at 2.05. But anyway, he'll be able to handle it. But let's do a poll on the calls now, because we've been back on the calls, let's see, October, November, December. A long time, huh? Like about five months now, or four and a half months, whatever it's been. I think we need to find out, because I'm, I don't know, I'm tempted. We Now, occasionally, like you said, like maybe one out of every 500 is a pretty good call. We had like, what, one today? One. Two or three? I don't know, I can't remember. I think we're going to change that poll starting in, and I'll work on it during the next break, feverishly. And then we'll let Eric know when we're good and ready. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir.
15: Yes, um, I'm a long-time listener for over 20 years, and this is like the second time I've called. Okay. And I just want to let you know your show is sounding so much better. Um, I'm a radio junkie.
2: So much better since when?
15: Well, I've listened to it from your days when you were on FM and... The the time period that for me was really stagnant was when you were away and George did the best he could do, but when you would get on and just read commentaries and not take calls, it was, it was, I I have conservative views and I've never, I actually, um, I've never called up to, you know, argue with you or anything like that, but you wouldn't take calls or take other opinions, you just read from the New York Times. It just got boring. And you wouldn't okay. take. I like you know. I agree with that. And That's
2: why I stopped doing it.
15: Well, it sounds so much better. You're doing this, and I have to admit, you said that in December you had people that got Arbitron books that attacked you. I was one of them. Um, first time I've ever gotten a book, and it was in December. One of those little. I had a, one week to record all the calls, and I really wasn't listening that much because right. it was getting to the other point. Um, but I want to So in other got- words,
2: you didn't put down any time that you were listening to us. Is that what you're saying? I wasn't
15: listening. I would listen in a you were reading the New York Times, that kind of stuff. I would switch off to another channel, but when I got the book, I nailed you. And uh, I put other shows I listened to, and I really wasn't listening to you that time. So like, it's
2: not in other words, if I don't agree with your politics, even if you're listening, you're going to... Um... No,
15: I'll listen as long as you'll take calls and let people at least give their point of view. But when you were just reading one point of view and you wouldn't let anybody call up to respond, mm-hmm. you know, I like... You have a lot of funny things, like with Mo, you have the... Uh, Larry Moth, Mothang. But,
2: but you know what this is starting to sound an awful lot like is this series of calls we've had over these last few months since the right wing has gone into a feeding frenzy of as long as you don't talk about politics, uh, I'll listen and I'll help you out and I'll write you down in the diary and yada, yada, yada. So in other words, I have to adopt either a right wing view or just not discuss it at all, or else you're going to like a sandbag. It's like you just got through explain to me.
15: No, as long as you let... A person with conservative views at least give a point let of view. Th-
2: but let me say this to you: we we don't get conservative people who have a point of view. They come on here, they on the air, make personal attacks. They don't articulate an opposite point of view, and then they accuse me of not listening to people with an opposing point of view. Like the guy I called yesterday: I'm a, you faggot, you hateful. So I, mean, faggot. I mean, it was it was just obnoxious. That's not expressing a different point of view. Is that what conservatism means now?
15: No, if someone's like that, I, you have no problem cutting them off. But, if but somebody, but, but, I have a lot of knowledge because I I, I watch the TV, read. I... Do a lot of this stuff. And I sometimes hear points of view that you're saying that is not completely accurate because you're just reading from one source, and I'm just yeah. going crazy listening to it. Where I can't give my point of view. I don't call up radio. No, shows. but
2: you, you said you've only called me now twice in 20 years.
15: I called you when I was like 18 years old, right, years ago, right, talking about some, some kind of nonsense. But I mean, if you stuff. don't
2: if you don't call to give me an alternate point of view, then what am I supposed to do about it?
15: Just when I hear you sometimes talking to others, some people will make a point, will make a a good point of view, and you'll say something and then just kind of cut them off. And uh, I just like to, this is both sides of the story, I understand you have your point of view, you're not going to change my mind, I'm not going to change yours. Um, you mean, you know, you mean like Limbaugh,
2: Limbaugh should let people call in who disagree. <laughs> I'm sorry, excuse me, that
0: doesn't happen. You
15: have the most entertaining show on the market when yes, you're doing it that. how you're doing it right now. Right now mm-hmm. it's perfect. I'm just saying when you go back to not taking calls and just okay. reading New York Times, it's boring. Okay. Right now it's good.
2: How about if I read from Mein Kampf? Just a joke, just no, a no, joke. No, no, okay, no. Okay, have a great day. Okay, keep up. The good work. And I, look, I understand what he's saying. He doesn't want me to talk about my viewpoint. 19 till noon at 560 WQM. Snow in Miami. Well, it ain't that cold. It's a little on the chilly side at night. But Tom Lehman and Joe Prieto are buried up to their armpits, up to their noses in cars and vehicles because the factory said hell at Pontiac so many of them they have no place to stick them even Tom Lehman had to park cars in his driveway so they would love to place one in yours in your garage how blowing out the all new vehicles regardless of profit including the Pontiac vibe starting only 13,998 and up to five grand off on every GMC envoy in stock plus get zero percent financing or up to a three thousand dollar rebate you know something I'm so excited now I feel like squeezing myself you know what? I'll tell you why during the break of course Hallett's also what I'm, I'm just I'm very excited Yeah. I'm euphoric. I'm, I've had an epiphany. Hallett's got a tremendous selection like they always do. A, just a sea of great dependable used cars, trucks, and SUVs for you to choose from. And you don't have to worry about having a deal cut for you over there because even if you have marginal credit, maybe you had a couple of like, uh, you know. Maybe you had a whole bunch of maybe you're a deadbeat, but they still will get your deal cut. They're not they're not the kind of snooty people that a lot of car dealers are who just don't want to get your deal done. It's the Winter Blizzard Emergency Clearance that's going on right now at a place that's an institution in that same joint for over thirty five years, the same great location, one thirty four one South Dixie Highway, that's US run across from the falls, and Hallett Pontiac is open every day of your life, seven days a week, except Christmas Day. As always, save even more when you mention my name. Call right now the Neil Rogers neil Deal Hotline, tool free one 888 534 I guarantee you they'll treat you right when you do your car shopping in Hallett. Hallett Pontiac GMC, who be professional grade. Live and local. This is
6: 560. The radio's all yours. <laughs> QA. Rape is funny. Hey, parents, you're not in Kansas
7: anymore. The world your kids are growing up in is a whole new environment. So at Bungaboo Toys, we're making toys that reflect today's world. The doll no little girl should be without date rate barbie with her tattered dress and shattered look date rate barbie looks acts and talks just like the real thing just pull her string date rate barbie says things like what part of no don't you
8: understand i thought we were friends
7: and the timeless classic
8: i always
7: dress like this date rate barbie comes complete with the frat house party playset. get yours today date rate barbie and aggressor can sold separately bungaboo toys always know
2: your attacker I, I, I... Okay, speechless. 1147 at 560 WQM. He's speechless. He do not want to scream, read a banana, or just uh, go over and dump on guilty. Jesse Ventura, the host TV show. Are you guys going to watch? No. I might watch it. I'll check it out. Monitor. He's been a professional wrestler, talk radio host, and Minnesota governor. Next up for Jesse Ventura, his own cable show. He announced yesterday on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, or is that Jay Leno is somebody who used to say? Don't be picking on Mikey, okay? We liked him. Uh Tonight show with Jay Leno that he'll soon begin hosting a nightly program on MSNBC. Is that MS or MS? I'm going to educate him, entertain him, and tell people the truth. Ventura said, I he hopes the show attracts the sort of young people who helped him get elected in 1998, but who may not be paying much attention to politics these days. See, there we go again with that. The average viewer who watches MSNBC or CNN or Schlock's News or any of those is about, what, 100? Right, 94-plus. Ventura said he didn't know what day the show will begin airing or who his first guest will be. He said it'll be on five nights a week and probably start within a month. The announcement will surprise few. News of the show leaked out months before, and the Tonight Show website listed MSNBC as the reason for Ventura's visit. But Ventura, who had a, a radio talk show before running for governor, did his best to create his own hype. I don't know if they're ready for me, he growled to Leno. If there's one person that can get MSNBC off the air, you're looking at it. The cable channel is seeking to reverse a fall in the ratings against rivals Fox News Channel and CNN a highly publicized return to TV by Phil Donahue hasn't attracted many viewers MSNBC spokesman Alan Winnikoff had no comment about Ventura's show Ventura didn't say where the show will be based earlier reports said the Mall of American Bloomington has been scouted as a possible location he's scouting malls while Mickey is scouting CEOs Leno by welcoming Ventura back in the show business warned, and you thought politics was sleazy Ventura said Leno better watch out go out and check what you thought was your parking spot he said ha! <laughs> how do you like that Hey, here's Don in Lauderhill who wrote me about this and about that and the world and the stuff happens and Bush did this. Okay, Don, got it, read it, okay? Whatever. Hey, I just, I don't have time to read all the, especially this other guy that sent me this, he sent it twice. The one that was about uh, eight million pages there. you going to read it twice? Yes. In the toilet. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. So let's change that pull. What do you say? Huh? I mean, you know, who cares about freaking Michael Jackson? We got 505 votes on there, and I'm embarrassed for that. I mean, we put it up there for you to vote on. And of course, the fact we let you pick on George again, a lot of you like that, and we, you owe us uh, a great debt of gratitude for that. George volunteered for that yesterday, he said he can handle it, he can take it. He's got big, broad shoulders. 505 votes, what's your take on Michael, well, at least compared to Carlos, anyway, he's got big, broad shoulders. Compared to Carlos and Maddie Bell. He's the world's number one fruitcake. No, not Matty Bell, Michael Jackson. Maddie might be number two or three. 156 votes for Michael Jackson being the world's number one fruitcake. 146 said he's a sick pedophile. George Rodriguez is gay, 122, which has nothing to do with anything. They just like saying that. Uh He blows and so does his music, 49. He's weird, but I love his music, 23. And he's okay. Okay. Nine said that about Michael Jackson. 8 o'clock tonight on ABC on 2020. Interviewed by that Brit. What's his name again? Michael Beshara? Bashir Bashir something. Michael Bashir Donald Bashir from the Philadelphia Flyers brisket. Don't you remember Donald Bashir got whacked in the head by uh, what's his name? The what was his name? The former defenseman uh, Marty um Marion. Marty I can't think of his name now. That's bad. That's Average a bad up. sign. Marty who? I don't know. Marty Havlat? Anyway, Marty McSorley Marty is the Cone. name. I just re- Marty Cohn, yeah, he did it. Marty McSorley, okay? See, so it took me a couple of seconds. Out of sight, out of mind, these old hockey players, that whack guys in the side of the head. Here's the new poll, okay? You're writing this down now? We're going to pass this along to Eric. I can fax it to him. Is that a difficult he, question? Or, uh, huh? He's just I'm thinking about food right now, you know, and I had that Don't. nice... What? It's almost... a bullet yesterday. It's almost noon. I dodged a bullet? I went home. My blood sugar was only 182. That's why you're very lucky. What does that mean? I eat good stuff. Thanks again to our friends at Corky's. Do they uh, deliver food to Hank or do we know or not? We don't know. Well, let's find out from somebody who was in the building. I bet you Duff and Clarence would know if they delivered food to Hank, which I'd they damn well better. He's going to be pissed off because they delivered food to Mo and uh, Gelly who didn't even know it was coming. I mean, they enjoyed it, I'm sure. We ate most of it, but nevertheless. And my good fat friend, Zach, didn't I always tell you he was a good guy, Zach? He is a good guy. Every time they get food from Howie's, we love you, Howie's, whoever you are. You now he asked me, like this morning, do you want, you want anything? Want that grilled cheese on whole wheat? Yep, and there it was. Zach's he, great. Even my friend Robert brought it in to me. Enjoyed he him koshered he it was. in the sack before he brought it in. He said, my sack is kosher. I said, I don't want to see it, Robert. Please. <laughs> oh. And he brought me in my sandwich, which I thought was very nice. Don't, don't be smirking like that. Smirking. Zach That's is a big fat guy, and I'm a fat guy. Not as big as he is, but us fat people, we
1: stick together. Zach is great. He is a I'm good sure guy. Miss him. I sure hope he watches his back.
2: Watch your back, Zach. You ain't gonna be with Mo no Mo no Mo. No. See, I just want to keep singing that catchy. You know, some of those songs get in your mind. You know, you start singing in the shower. Da 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 da. But you know, over and over again. Do 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 do. do, do. Yeah, do do do, do, do that goes. And then there's. I, I I I. I like that one a lot. Tomorrow morning in the shower, I'm going to be going. I, I I I. I love it. I think that's what he hopes I do. I I I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe, but not soon, Mo. Anyway, what am I writing down? What's your? uh How do we do this about take. the phone calls now? What's your take? Take this. Take a dump. <laughs> We're gonna have to start getting a better cuisine in here from now on. The stuff that doesn't get my irritable bowel <laughs> dropping those big floaters. You know, I just I can't deal with that. What are you laughing about? Those, those big the ones
17: that burn? Air filled floaters. Out? No, not oh, okay.
2: no, not recently. That's bad. I'm over that burn stuff. Good. By the way, Burn Laxer from Burn Steakhouse, he's still dead. That'll teach him not to give me a freebie, you know what? That'll teach him. <laughs> huh? Now, people who cross me, I've noticed that in my life. People who cross me, very many of them, eventually they wind up with a, a bitter end. You too? Yeah, and also George, the same thing. If you mess, if you pee on George's parade, something evil eventually happens to you. I have a guardian it's one of those agent. things. What is he doing? Why is he giving you the... Uh... Oh, he's crossing me. Did you see him cross <laughs> me? <now? laughs> Well, actually, no, he just said you're number uno, is what he said. Yeah. Okay, let's get serious. Let's quit diddling around here, wasting time. We've got a lot of important phone calls here, like that call in Wellington, which is always a real uh, loser. Hello.
11: Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, Neil, uh, first of all, you're one of the most articulate guys I've ever heard on the radio. So. Yes, I, wanted, I am. I wanted to get that out of the
2: way. Well, uh, then how come some of these people don't understand what I'm saying, like the guy who asked me about my hockey seats? I have no idea. They must be morons, but I go mean, ahead.
11: i got a question. Um, since Israel lately doesn't give a crap what we tell them one way or the other... I. I, I, yeah. uh, What are they going to do if we go in there? I mean, what's to stop them from lobbing nukes over to, uh, to sit out? There's nothing
2: to stop them, but believe me, they're they're not lobbing nukes until we give them the green light.
11: Well, they tell me. Especially when they
2: want that $2 billion a year we keep handing over like candy. Three. Two or three billion, whatever it is.
11: Three. Uh the way I look at it, they didn't listen to us when we the last time that uh, they sat on their hands the last time. I, right. I fear they're not going to sit on their hands this
2: time. So. Well, I mean, it all depends on what happens. I mean, if we uh, go in there, which we will be doing sometime in the next few weeks, we go in there and start attacking Iraq, then there's a very great possibility this time that some of the Arab lunatics are really going to have a feeding frenzy in in Israel. But of course, the question at that point becomes, who do they attack? You know.
11: Well, if we're there... You see what true. I'm saying?
2: Absolutely. Now, if he starts lobbing Scuds, which I don't think, because I don't think he's got any, but if he were lobbing Scuds at them again, I don't think they would sit back like they did before. But he doesn't have
11: any. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> not. Not that we know of yet. Not that we know of yet. I, ho- I hope he doesn't. Yeah, I saw those cartoons. I'm more, I'm more scared about... What I think
2: are. what he's got is he's got pictures of Scuds.
11: I'm more concerned about what Israel's going to do than what we're going to do. Why is that? I'm just concerned. I think
2: they're too busy uh, doing more illegal settlements.
11: Well, they, they don't have a problem uh, disregarding anything the U.S. has
2: to yeah, but yeah You know, it's it's interesting, though, when uh, Colin Powell was on there yesterday talking about how Iraq is in violation of the uh, U.N. resolution. And I keep thinking back. I mean, I know that they're crazy all the way around over there in the Middle East, but how many U.N. resolutions is Israel as we're sitting here right now in violation of? A hundred. Uh, about 6,000? Absolutely. And have a great day. All right. He's worried. See, I mean, what, me, worry? If it's good enough for the president, he's got that what me worry look on his face. Why, you know, I think we're gonna go right wing. Just for a few weeks. <laughs> I, I used to spew that rhetoric. Yeah, let's spew some right wing rhetoric. Hey, it's noon now. I mean, we don't want them all turn over to rush those right wingers. Of course, the rest of the, people, sh- the rest of the people know we're just funnin'. Well, wouldn't that be great? Funnions? I think we ought to like start campaigning guns for everybody's exercising our second amendment rights. Don't you? Guns and Bibles. Let's open a shop. Bartles and Sons, guns and roses. Combination gun shop and flower store. I Guns like that. Guns and rosaries. Guns and rosaries. Get some good ram religion and a few uh, pansies in there too. Well, you know the Catholic Church—they got a few pansies. In there. Now, I'll, I'll word this during the break about the uh, calls. What's your choice? What's your take? What's your problem? Huh? No, well, you know what I'm saying. Do uh, I, I yeah. they like this show better with the calls? The way the way it is now. then Let's do it the way we were. <laughs> let's play some Barbara Streisand music. No, hate that bitch. She makes me not See, I must be getting right wing. I don't like Barbara Streisand. <gasps> Anti-Semite. Crossed eyes. I just don't like the crossed eye thing. I don't like her nose. I don't like her music. Don't I like can't her voice. stand her acting.
1: She dresses really quiet. I
2: think she ought to butt out. I-, I don't like it when singers like her. I mean, like, who the hell would take her seriously anyway? Let me say it again. Both parties suck, and that's not, I'm not sucking up to anybody. I've said that for how long now? For a long time. And watching the Democrats just roll over and play that yesterday after uh, Roland Colin made his speech. Ted Kennedy, Barbara, I mean, uh, Diane Feinstein, Barbara Billingsley, Hugh Beaumont. My God, Joe Biden. Even the Beaver. What is his real name, Joe Biden, by the way? Remember that, I that give when up, right. he was going to run and, uh, well, you changed your name. Ah, well, eh, I forgot. Shut up. I mean, not that that makes a big difference. But. Who would do that? Liar. 1157 and 560 WQM. Hey, listen, I mean, if you got a bad name, he's not a, a radio star celebrity. I can't stand people that change their names. Brandy Shoes, believe it or not, is celebrating their 25th year in business. Boy, that's a long time for... Little independent family shoe store to be around, but it's not so little anymore. They've grown like Topsy. Nearly a quarter century, they've been doing a lot of things right, like offering the public a fantastic, unbeatable selection of men's and women's shoes. Famous brands like Rockport's, Echoes, Mephisto, Timberland, Clark's, S.A.S., Florsheim, and lots more. They've got a wide range of sizes, whether you have got teeny tiny feet or big ones. You have got a big one like Tom Welling. Sizes 6 to 15 in men's and women's 5 to 12 shoes in width from the very narrow to the very wide like Bigfoot. And don't forget their professional sales staff will help you pick out the right styles. And then you sit down and fit those shoes to your individual feet with them too to give you a friendly personal service no matter what your feet smell like. And with over 40,000 pair in stock in their 8,000 square foot mega store, you'll almost never hear, sorry mister, we don't have your st- size in that style. So when you need shoes, this is the place to take your feet. Brandy's Shoe Store, where there's always a sale or special sales promotion going on. Brandy's a great place to shop for shoes. And by the way, they got a special this week that I got over here. You'll find Brandy's at 1290 North Federal Highway open daily 9 to nine Sundays 10 to five and all this week at Brandy's men's and women's Sperry boat shoes are on sale see what a great memory I got because I knew the one because that's Troy you know Troy Troy the boy he's got Hello, a little, he's got he's a little life challenge Troy Stratford all this week at Brandy's mens and women's Sperry boat shoes on special sale American originals are 49.90 all of their Sperry Styles 20 percent off this week right now like I'm speaking at Brandy's in Pompano Beach <laughs>
6: We're Sports Radio 560. <laughs> QAM.
3: This is Steve Goldstein, but you can call me Galdy. Whenever I'm in town, I listen to... Wait a minute, I am in town. It's the 12 to 1 hour. Da-
11: no. How the Clintons spent their first night in Chappaqua. Uh,
8: I'll get it, honey. No, I'll get it. Don't worry about it. Just relax. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Hi there.
9: Well, hello, Mr. President. I'm Sarah Rubin. Yes, you and, are. Yes, my family lives in that Victorian house across the street. Oh, it's
8: a very nice house,
11: and you have very nice legs.
9: Uh, well, thank you, sir, well, and welcome to our little town of Chappaqua. Hope your family will enjoy living here.
11: Yeah, I think I will.
9: My uh, daughter, Amanda, and I have baked you this little welcome to the neighborhood. It's her family recipe for pineapple upside-down cake. I'd
11: like to take your pineapples anyway, upside-down, sideways. <laughs> <laughs>
8: Thank you, Mr. President. Oh, bye-bye, then. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. No, it was just a lady from next door. That's all. Wah, 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 wah. I said I'll get it. Just sit down and shut up, will you please? <laughs> now, there are boxes all over the place. I
1: can't
11: believe it. Well, hello.
8: Hello, Mr. Clinton. I'm Elaine Kripkin.
11: Just keep your voice down. Are you the escort?
8: Uh, no, sir. <laughs>
11: <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Crickets. <laughs> what can I do you no, for? Well, <laughs> I just
3: wanted
8: to welcome you to the neighborhood.
11: Well, the escort's not here yet. See if you want to jump on old Charlie. Ah, <laughs> uh, no,
8: sir. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll see you later, Eileen. <laughs> Whatever your name is. <laughs> no, it's just another neighbor you going to make
17: some food or what? Oh, sweet Jesus. Jesus, the doorbell's going crazy. I'll
8: get it, I'll get it, I'll get it,
11: I'll get it, I'll get it. Great Caesar's ghost.
8: Hi, Billy.
6: It's me, Monica.
11: Good God almighty.
6: What do you think of my new pod? What are you doing here? Well, I bought that house next door with my Jenny Craig money. Oh, my God. We'll be seeing a lot of each other in the year
1: 2000. No!
6: Yes.
2: 1203 at 560 WQM. Happy Thursday to you. So, okay, the uh, poll on Michael Jackson is basically like you'd expect. I mean, there's no surprise element there, right? Most everybody thinks he's a scumbag and a pedophile and a piece of crap, and he just plain sucks, and we wish he'd go away. We wish he'd take the Raelians and leave us. Maybe he could hop in and he could borrow Clark's spaceship now that they got the octagon back. Yeah, the key. The key, they got the key, the brand new key, like with Melanie. Here's the new pool.
1: What we got that somewhere? No, we don't got it.
2: Oh, you mean the, the actual song? Yeah. Oh, I know we got that. I even got it back here. Which version of Neil Show do you enjoy most? Now see if I left Stay anything you. out. I got four choices here. Which version, a version of Neil Show do you enjoy most? All bedtime stories, no calls. Some bedtime stories, a few calls. No bedtime stories, all callers. Or well, I don't care. I always, li- I'll always listen. Did I leave anything out? George is gay. Now, we're not, no, look. You had enough free publicity already, okay, for one day. Oh, come okay. on. We'll put that on there tomorrow. Let, let them think about that for a few days, okay? Because you know Georgia's show. This, this is better day. than sex. Yeah, we know. Which version of Neil's show do you enjoy most? All bedtime stories, no calls. Is Eric on this, by the way? Have you uh, con- uh, consorted with him? Don't give me a blank look. You better make sure that he might not be listening right now. He might just be sitting back fat and sassy. Well, we know at least part of that. I don't know how sassy he is. And just assuming that, hey, here we go, we're you know we're taking care of him and uh, we don't need to deal with that. Eric's right on top of things, okay? I wish quit picking on him. You're going to make him a complex, even though he did create enormous problems for us. Which version of Neil's show do you enjoy most? All, what are you laughing about? It's no laughing matter, mister. All bedtime stories, no calls. Some bedtime stories, a few calls. No bedtime stories, all callers. And I don't care, I'll always listen. You better stop laughing or he'll start lumping you in with uh, Charlie Manson. <laughs> hey, don't love me. And Ted Bundy. You're going to take some lumps. Guaranteed. Lumpy. Looks like we've taken our lumps. Now maybe it's somebody else's turn. Anyway, see what I was saying before? Exclusive DOJ has enough evidence to arrest Stewart. Oh, man, somebody just faxed me this. It looks like the New York Post to me. uh, Is it? No, it's uh, NBC News. Well, excuse me. I apologize profusely, confusing anybody with the New York Post News Channel four has learned officials at the Justice Department now that's not our News Channel Four, that's W WNB, oh W N B C New York. Has learned officials at the Justice Department now believe they have enough evidence to arrest and charge Martha Stewart. All right. All right. I told you it was going to be a great day tonight. Did you speak to Eric? Is he on top of it? How about the uh, poll? We have a solid criminal case against Martha Stewart, one Justice Department official tells NWNBC. We're told that case involves evidence of insider trading and obstruction of justice. James Comey is in the federal prosecutor in charge of the overall incline investigation. In terms of what we're looking at or who we're looking at, I just can't comment, he'd be saying. But sources tell News Channel 4 that a final decision is still two months away. We're told that Comey will make up his mind by Easter whether or not to file charges against Stewart. Federal sources say that right now they're zeroing in on Stewart's broker, Peter Vokanovic. They say their strategy is to first decide whether to charge McKennavick with insider training, and if so, they'll then see that if uh, he'll cut a deal and cooperate against Stewart. Stewart's high-powered legal team was set once again to visit prosecutors Tuesday and again urged them not to file criminal charges. But News Channel 4 was told at the last minute the meeting was postponed. Stewart continues to deny any wrongdoing. And on and on it goes. Okay, there you go, Martha. The, the water is getting hotter and hotter. She's almost at boiling temperature. Now it's time to stick the turkey in there, Martha, and watch it boil and maybe then baste it a little bit. And put a little stuffing in it. Crack 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. Yeah, I think today we're going to, like, finally uh, separate the we we from the uh, chafe is what we're going to do today. Instead of just sitting here at guesswork, because you know how hard it is to get any kind of meaningful response out of these people? And I still am, like, put off a little bit by this, by the succession of not quite so uh, clever callers, not so uh, well-veiled about, well, you know, you're uh, very entertaining and blah, blah, blah. We enjoy the comedy and the mobiles. But, uh, you know, when you start expressing your point of view, see, you're not allowed to express your right. point of view we unless, of course, it's articles. the government
1: line. I beg your pardon? All those good articles that you keep reading that make all that sense.
2: Yeah, from all those liberal
1: publications. Like
2: the, the punk that called me yesterday. Oh, well, you are got to do this and you're supposed to do that. I'm not supposed to do anything. I'm supposed to do the show however the hell I feel like it okay punk because i mentioned that the washington times happens to be a conservative publication which it is as opposed to the usual liberal stuff that i'm reading which i don't have to identify because everybody knows it and if they're too stupid to know that then they shouldn't be listening anyway they're not everybody out there like a uh, knitting a rug playing dominoes playing the mahjong joining in a shuffleboard tournament with mo this week you know what he's wearing for the uh hey go off those checkered pants okay calm down Here's what it says, I'm sick and tired of these people calling in, facts and commenting on the substance or tone of the show. If they're such experts, why aren't they on the radio getting a million bucks here enjoying 12 weeks of vacation every year? That's 40 weeks. And furthermore, these dumbass conservatives who call and complain about other points of view rely on, like religion, an inherent fallacy in religion that God exists and in conservatism that their point of view is valid. To all of those who feel the need to come out on your program, I say, F em, Zimbalist Jr. That's what it says there, Zimbalist Jr., in parentheses. Excellent facts. A former this is Marshall, Texas. A former Lutheran minister was convicted of sex crimes involving boys Wednesday and sentenced to prison terms totaling three hundred and ninety seven years. Ouch! Excellent. Jurors deliberated for fourteen minutes before convicting Gerald Patrick Thomas, Junior forty, former minister of Marshall's Good Shepherd Lutheran Church. He was found guilty on ten counts including charges of aggravated sexual assault and indecency with the child. Jurors then handed out maximum penalties. The Marshall News Messenger reported, no relation to the daywood Daily Messenger. Oh, there's a whole bunch of church stuff in here again. What do I to do that? Get your good buddy Dennis all upset? My pal. Rattling his spear again, his Albert Spear. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pa- Our oh, new poll is up. Okay, let's see. What's your take? He's a fruitcake. Oh, I see. Well, he's still got par- part of the other one up there. What's your take on Neil show? He's a fruitcake. Well, we know that. <laughs> Tell us something we don't know, okay? Get a little bit of originality going there. Now, look at all the stuff that's it's just pouring in here, just oozing through this fax machine, like that oozing melted cheese we like to talk about. Mm. Where's my lunch, damn it? Well, it's too late now. You, did- diddle, you diddle around, you ate that awful soup that's so bad for you. Look at him. He's not too happy about it. Carlos, he's pissed off. He saw you get your stub. He just flipped you the bird again behind your back. He's not happy with you. You're not. You're not buying him any faggots. Buy him a carton of faggots.
1: I got him a nug.
2: Well, and I'm not giving any of those damn little uh whatever those things are cigars. The little cherry cherry bombs. Selfish. Ten past noon. No, no, those are a lot worse for you than those faggots he smokes. Are you kidding me? You don't inhale them, or do you? No, but you don't have to. They, oh, they make you so sick. Mm, Your whole head feels cherry. like you're in a cloud. Cherry I'm not talking cloud. about a good cloud mm. either, like a bad cloud, like a dark cloud. Cherry, it's kind of like walking, uh, going into the elevator in this place. Like you feel like you're in some kind of a dark cloud. That's because you cut one before you left. And then you look on that permit on there, and you see that it's counterfeit, that thing in the elevator. You know it's got to be bogus. Who, who the hell would approve that elevator? Hey, if you got bogus mattress that you're sleeping on every night, I guarantee you your health, health is bogus, too. You feel like crap. You would be amazed at how much difference in the way you feel every day when you've got a great name brand mattress to sleep on. A good night's sleep is so important, not only your back, but just generally the way you feel. Take it from me, I've been sleeping on a dial mattress for years, and I feel like a, like a teenager. Call uh dial mattress and get the best Sealy, Certa Simmons, and King Coral, every size and style. What are you smirking about? Phil Saltzman, who I haven't seen in years, saw me at the hockey game last night and said, I can't believe how good you look uh, for your age, for being old. No, seriously. That's what he meant, for being an old fart.
1: No, he's right. I know people younger than you that look twice your age.
2: Yeah, and I know people twice my age, like Mo. Anyway, you got 30 days to trap the new mattress, which most other stores won't even dream of doing that. You can exchange it on the first night if you don't like it. You've got unbelievable delivery deal, which you, you get within two hours after you call, or any two-hour window that's convenient for you, any day of the week, seven days a week, even on a weekend. And then you get everyday low prices that are absolutely unbeatable. And you also talk to betting uh, consultants who know their stuff inside and out and who have the mattress you want exactly in stock, ready for nearly immediate delivery. No bait-and-switch, no rip-offs, no phony uh, off-brand names. they got only the tops in the business at Dollar Mattress. So if you really want to do yourself and your back a big favor, get you a great-name brand mattress that will last you for years by making one easy call. one eight hundred mattress, R E S, and don't forget their website mattress.com.
6: This is Sports
17: Radio Five Sixty Q A M. Shut up, everybody! Ginger Rogers takes a mouthful of the sausage and in Jorge's pants. That pipe smoker and uncircumcised q bin engage in a bagel dance. No, I'm a cranky homophobe. Not that I mind it, but I'm way too old. I fantasize about being in bed In a tryst with Fiedler, my man friend I'll kiss and make up with Ginger someday And then ask him to rape my bun Over and over again Though I would not feel remorseful And I would not be ashamed about a ginger and mo gay union, just boning and stroking away. Boy, baby tell you're not my type.
13: No.
17: You sound like a nine year old kid, hey. <laughs> only a macho, manly guy
8: You don't notice me.
17: that makes me flip my wig. No. Yeah. If ginger was a lover of mine. <laughs> I'd bury my bulbous, veiny nose inside his pimply rear end. Da-da-da-da-da. No, I would not be a sport home if I was not a closeted fay. That's why a ginger and union would make me feel giddy and gay. Everybody follow my thousand balls. Yeah, Ginger and mo Gay Union. Stop. would make my sore old bony ass feel safe. If we had a Ginger and Moe Gay Union, then he wouldn't have to get me raped.
2: Top 17 at 560. WQM Duff is on his way to lunch. Boy, we hate that. You know, guys that get to eat like whenever they feel like it. Well, we're like victims in here. We're stuck right into the chair. We don't get to eat whenever the hell we feel like it, unless of course George gets food brought in, schmuck. No, seriously, you're derelict in your duty. Those people who submitted all those caustic comments about you, I think they had a good point. In addition to which, I don't see that new poll up there yet. I see, I see he's working on it, and I, I told you he'd be interrupting in between his breakfast the burritos and his uh, whatever he has for lunch. Lunches. I don't want to start putting any pressure on Eric because God forbid that we should revisit those ugly, awful days. Oh. Just calm down, Eric. We don't want to press you, but I'd like to see that pull up sometime before midnight, okay? The new one. The other one was a lot of fun, but you still got... There we go. Look at that. Just as I said it. Just like magic. When the old man speaks, he gets action. Well, sometime. Which version of Neil's show do you enjoy best? Um, I guess I got to vote. I don't care. I'll always listen. I don't have a choice. I always will listen. You know what I'm saying? What am I going to do? Not listen? I could sit here with the earplugs on. Oh, Neil, just pop the earplugs. Maybe something good's coming up. There, we look at that, we already got five votes on there. Hey, he sneaked it in a well, while, I wasn't uh, looking. Which version of Neil showed you enjoy most? I don't care, I'll always listen. Three. Those are the people. Well, I just voted that, so there's two others. We love you. Unlike that. Now, how do you like the guy who said he was, and didn't I tell you that? They do that to us all the time. All the time. Attacked us with the diaries. He got an arbiter on diamond, if they don't agree with our politics, or if I don't uh, toe that right-wing line. Well, uh I stuck, uh, at least I appreciate his honesty. He admits that he right. will not listen if I express crap that doesn't agree with his viewpoint. And so if we get a bunch of right-wing fanatics like him who've got the diaries to watch, you know, we're screwed. Just keep taking those calls. And haven't I always told you over the years that every time there's an election year? Yes. Like this past November yes. and like the presidential election, you'll notice every time
1: in the in the fall, November, December, we take a hit. When you see the hour by hours and they disappear at noon, right? That's a hell of a. Hit. They're
2: all going over one place, and then of course with us, they're not like, uh, forgetting about us because they're giving us a little stoke, you know. Even even if they're listening, I mean, not that those people on the right would be dishonest. You don't understand that? No, never. They're good Christians. They would never lie about things like that or withhold their...
1: or anyway people for money.
2: Let's see. I don't care. I always. Well, it's got to. It's got to change by now. Okay. Got to change by now. Let me just refresh it one time, then we'll get on of business. Take these very important calls. Come on, refresh already. reduce, redo something, man. Don't tell me this thing is going to slow down now, to a crawl, to a stop, to a halt. Let's go. It's only a four-hour show. What is wrong with you with this thing, huh? I think uh, Carlos did something from any other room. Did you see him? He slipped that. He slipped that worm under the uh, table there. It's probably crawled right out of the door and hopped into this. Uh, yeah. He slipped a worm into my computer. Give it a virus. It was probably the same one that they were crawling around on Smallville the other night. He coughed on it. The one that crawled into Chloe and got her all goofed up. This is not. Oh, there it is. For, oh, you want to know why? Forty-seven votes, real quick. Which version of Neil show do you enjoy most? I don't care. I'll always listen. Twenty-four people, fifty-one percent. Some bedtime stories. A few calls, thirteen. Twenty-seven and a half. No bedtime stories. All callers seven. Less than fifteen percent. All bedtime stories, no calls, only three. So that was a very bad idea you had going back to all bedtime stories. That was a really idiotic idea. How would you come up with that? That was insanity. Even Carlos said, are you out of your mind? Going back to reading that crap, that boring terminal stuff every day? What does it start? Tomorrow. No, we're not going to do that. Look at only uh, the three people. Three people. We can't afford to like do a show with only three people. I'm going to go home and freak it. Although the way we had this last uh, book deck, although we did okay. We did okay. Some of the other shows a little uh, on the weak side. I think three people might be an exaggeration. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. It makes you mad enough you want to kill some people. Here's Pompano. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir.
14: Hey, Neil. How you doing? Great. Hey, listen. I was uh, watching uh, Colin Powell's uh, address to the U.N. yesterday.
2: Yeah? The U.N.? I... Was he at the U.N.?
14: <laughs> he was... Uh... Let me tell you something. He was uh it was pretty chilling when he was talking about um, you know people are sit there saying why should we go to war in Iraq? Well, I'd rather hit them before they hit us.
2: Yeah, like in the Godfather, they hit us, we hit them, or however that goes.
14: Well, no, well, I mean, I mean, I listen to the Republicans and I listen to the Democrats, and it seems to me the Democrats, uh, uh, the one they're putting for next the next president of the United States is Saddam Hussein. What does that mean? I
2: mean well, that's what Selene told me. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound five sixty on the AT and T. And Verizon Line. Don't forget Blinded by the Right by David Brock. Go out and read it today before before the sun goes down, I want you to read it, okay? Speed read. Who is it that did the speed reading courses? Erwin Newton. No, no, not Irwin Newton. Yeah, what are you talking about? (laughs) You know what I'm That's talking the about, the speed about reading uh, yeah. thing? Go out and do it. Get that book. Have somebody read it to you real fast. You know, I can read like a bull. I'll, I'll read like lightning here. I'll start at page one right now. It was a scam, of course, you know. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon. Line. Wood? Something like that. That's what it is, Evelyn Woods. Evelyn. That's what it was. See, then there was Evelyn Woods. Or no, it was Rosemary Woods. Now, wasn't she the one that uh, did the erasure on the uh, Nixon tape, the 12-minute gap, Rosemary Woods? I forgot. But this was Evelyn Wood or Woods Evelyn or wood. somebody with Wood. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello.
4: Neil, how you doing today? Pretty good, sir. Wasn't it uh, Evelyn Woodhead?
2: Speaking?
4: Yeah. Anyway,
0: Evelyn um, Goodhead.
4: Uh, I took a trip. I had to go to Scotland for some business, and I flew into Glasgow. Um, and U.S. or customs was closed for the day. Walked right through.
2: Oh, Coming you like back. That.
4: Uh, well, you know, could have had all my bazookas and grenades. Well, they,
2: figure, it, they figure in Ireland, I mean, or this was in Scotland?
4: In Scotland, yeah. in Glasgow Airport. Oh, maybe they were I all busy about, out playing
2: golf, and uh, maybe they were washing their kilts. Well,
4: I, when I flew back into Miami, uh, put my bags up in the counter, and I started talking to the guy about the uh, Super Bowl, and I walked right through. There you go. Hurrah!
2: Good luck to us, pal.
4: Have a great day. Okay,
2: see you in cargo. Five six seven oh five sixty pound, pound five sixty on the AT and T Verizon Marvel You have to laugh at it because otherwise you get real uh, scared, you know, get real nervous. And I keep telling you, we got to do the best we can. Don't like let them get you down. Don't let them get you all panicky and crawling out of the covers again. We'll let you know when. Five six seven. Oh, I think right now. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. The votes are pouring in on the new poll. I knew they would. That Michael Jackson, small potatoes. He'll be. Uh, you'll see that thing at eight o'clock tonight for those who care. We'll give a crap. On twenty twenty on ABC. What version of Neil show do you enjoy most? I don't care, I'll always listen. 58, 60.4 percent. Oh my god, it's enough to make you want to blow your brains out, or some of these. Of course you know why they don't listen when George is on, some of them. He's stupid. Some bedtime stories, a few calls, twenty one, that's twenty two percent. No bedtime stories, all callers, eleven. Eleven point four percent. Those are those are obviously callers.
11: All right. Chronics.
2: Probably those little Julios down there that play grab-ass
1: during the show every day. Don't what you're reading those articles.
2: And all bedtime stories, no calls, 6. 6.2%. That's pretty weak. They hated that. Now, why didn't you tell me that all year long while we were going on chasing you? Like How come that. Fat Boy didn't tell me that? Huh? Why didn't Fat Boy tell well, me? It's Cain Day. Those
1: stupid. But be- It's what? Cane Day. You were Kane's on the yesterday. It's Cane's Day. We you don't, don't talk about the Cane's. What? In an open mic. What are you saying? Say it again, Hi boy.
2: Did he say some four-letter crap? Yeah, four-letter crap. Well, I didn't hear it, so I you know, now right. how come? How come you didn't dump it then? You do realize Muff is on the way to lunch right now. He's probably in the car listening and heard Fat Boy. No wonder his face is so red right now. Besides the fact he just walked ten feet. I
1: can't reach the button.
2: Oh, me either.
1: <laughs> I
2: got shorthand. I got alligator arms. <laughs> like, I got
1: alligator arms like Rimmer now.
2: No, seriously, what did he just say? He said you're full he of said crap. Oh, oh, big deal for crying out loud! And if anybody knows it, man. If anybody takes one like a bull, it's him. Good God. Hey, by the way, uh, Sabres on the way out. Portland, Portland Sabres. Rick Jr. never to like it up there. I feel sorry for him and Miro Chatan and uh, Stu Barnes and uh, Max Finneganoff. That's who I feel sorry for. The rest of them, small potatoes. How about my Leafs last night, Fat Boy? Oh. Huh? Pasted those Panthers right to the wall. They made them look sick. Nice goal there, Bobby Luongo. By the way, the first one. Oh, oops. And Geldie comes on in the screen in between. It kind of dropped in, curved a little bit. It dropped. Yeah, I got something that drops and curves. Okay, you silly goose. Geldie. another quizzling. And he knows he's got a goose step in the line, or he'll be just like he'll be toast. He'll be toast in the organization. Mean-spirited, nasty, evil doers. I say let's have the Florida Sabers. That's a good idea. Let's have somebody buy them and bring them down here. Huh? I like that team. they got a lot of good players on there. If they had a few bucks, they'd be going somewhere. Well, they are. 26th afternoon at 560 WQM. Let me tell you right now that size does matter no matter what you've heard, no matter what other guys have told you. And according to the Florida Department of Labor, computer professionals have really big, impressive paychecks. According to the state of Florida, computer careers are among the highest paid and the highest in demand, too, which is a pretty good combination. Fast Train can help you achieve a brand-new high-paying computer career in just four short months. Fast Train's got locations in Kendall, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Pembroke Pines as well. With day, evening, and weekend schedules, there's absolutely no excuse to stay in your dead-end job. So call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. That's 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. They've got full-time job placement and guaranteed financing for you, too. Check them out on the web if you'd like at FastTrain.com. Call toll-free 1-866-FASTTRAIN, and now you, too, can have a big, impressive paycheck.
6: Live, live, and local. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. QAM. O-R-O-N.
9: Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. A party girl slut Party girl slut Party girl (laughs) slut And Coulter is a party girl slut Party girl slut Party girl slut On
8: her back Legs are spread Matthew Snatch is good head (laughs) Every snatch,
17: every snatch, every snatch, every
9: A good girl who wants to be a media whore and prefers it on top quiver. You want more on this lady? Here's what I'll give you. She's got a book to read about slandering. Nobody knows more about slandering out with a big stupid mouth. Anyone to the left of Mangala? Such a good Christian girl, you want to strangle her. Pontificating who she's hating. Political pundit pontificating. Sprout on the floor and masturbating. A Republican skanky ho. She's a federalissimo. Making liberal a dirty word, you know, in a miniskirt showing camel toe. Ann Coulter knows what it can be in a mini miniskirt that smells fishy. She's a tall drink of water on the side of Law and Order with a back alley look. If you like your broad staller, if you got the money, she'll spread those legs with a cigarette and a Chardonnay. And Coulter, and Coulter, political funder, the angel of the right and an easy
2: lady. By the way, speaking of Ann Coulter, and speaking of all the stuff we've been speaking of, The job that she did, going back to Blinded by the Right, the Great Book by David Brock, which you will will read today. The number that they did on Anita Hill, a black lady, and Jocelyn Elders, a black lady, the smear, the, the scurrilous, the scandalous stuff that they did on them was just unbelievable. Yet, God forbid, in America today, if anybody should question the abilities or the sensibility of Condoleezza, for example, or if any of the members of the current administration, then the wrath of the right will just come down on your ass. Talk about a bunch
1: of freaking hypocrites, huh? Have to confess, I saw some of that with Larry. Was that last night? Kind of Lisa, you yeah. watched that? Not on purpose. No wonder we're pressed it. In? it on. And what are we getting lunch? Somebody else put it on. And she was not answering anything. Really? What a shock. You mean Dr. Rice?
2: She is a doctor. Of oh, something. Yeah. 5670560, oh, pound 560 so on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Here's another fax from Mike, Abel Home Inspections. <laughs> you know something, Mike, you keep sending the faxes, I'll keep giving you a plug. I'm not giving you your number though. One eight six six. No, I mean, he just, he just seems so desperate, you know? He says, my favorite part of your show is when you verbally destroy the callers. In fact, you know, I think it could be good for Mo for the morning show, since we would like to have a lead-in someday, you know, sometime in our lifetime. If at the end of every call, or maybe in the middle of the call, you would just blurt out, You asshole! I, seriously, don't you think that would be great? Throughout the call. I mean, for example, when Jamaican Paul calls tomorrow, just say, You I asshole! I think it would be fantastic. And then when uh, R- R- Richie, the uh, Mark the Jets fan calls, You asshole! Oh, people might start tuning in just just for that as a regular feature of that show. Anyway, he says, makes my day, squirt, court. By the way, I'll mold test both your home and your office for 350 bucks Each location normally is 250 but I do it for free. Money is tight. You know the great economy. Mike from Able Home Inspections. I think I'll hang on to that. Maybe I'll have him do it, you know, or maybe not. I don't know. Well, I'm sure that the station will pay for that, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> at least the station part, don't you think they'll pay? No. Well, at least they'll pretend that they'll pay someday, which is generally the way they do with everybody. Oh, yeah, we'll pay you. One of these days, you know. You asshole. Hundred and thirty-two votes. Which version of Neil Show do you enjoy most? I don't care. I'll always listen. Seventy-seven. WABC. Over seventy-seven. WABC. I just see every time I say I could have said seventy-seven Sunset Strip, but I did not. Why not? Because I wanted to sing seventy-seven WABC. Where's the jingles? Huh? We got them somewhere. Nah, they're on the floor. Anyway, 77, some bedtime stories, a few calls, 34, 26%. No bedtime stories, all callers, 12. You know what percent that is? Nine. And all bedtime stories, no calls. Nine. That's 6.8%. Well, that came in handy, Robert. Nine. And thanks for bringing me my uh, toasted cheese this morning. Whatever got me into that thing with grilled cheese sandwiches? I just just haven't had them in a long time, and I just got horny for grilled cheese. And they do, uh, Howie's makes great grilled cheese sandwiches. I must say that. You're going to get one for Rimmer next time he shows up to do one of those yeah, get him hockey something. shows? <clears throat> I'll get him one. you get him one? And you're going to get 50% off for him? That's just amazing, the fact that he had the chutzpah to bellyache to me about his name wasn't in the computer and he took the whole family. He took the whole family there because he thought they were all going to eat for free. That's why he took the whole family. He's in Pittsburgh now anyway. Can't hear. Good. Rip him. Farrell will tell him.
1: She knows. What do you uh, mean? Like it's a, just astonishing to me go through life like
2: that. What do you mean by that? Are you knocking my good friend Rimmer now that he's yes. going to call me up and uh If it's free it's me. Give me a bunch of crap about how you ripped him and I ripped him. he doesn't like you anyway. So he's uh, not going to buy you well, any lunch. Mutual. He doesn't like you. I don't want it. Cuz you're not a I hockey don't guy. Want it. You're not a hockey guy. I know. Although, you know something he'll say whatever I say. He'll call i I'll be in Amsterdam or wherever and he'll call me up and oh George sounded sounded good today. I'll say George sucks on here. Are you kidding me? And then he'll agree with whatever I said. I'm just using that as an example. I'm not saying sure that I said that although I probably did. Twenty, what are you laughing about? I don't, I don't know. Do you think I listen when I'm not here? Do you really think I could go? In Amsterdam, I could have gone downstairs, turned it on, and sat there listening to you, uh, pretending to do a show and talking about eating ass. In Amsterdam, you don't listen to people talk about eating ass. Okay? Oh, I understand <laughs> oh, that. Completely. so I've heard. No. Amsterdam, you go out there and whatever you get a hold you of, you partake. know. Partake. You partake it's in whatever so cranks your chain. Like I said, I think I'm going back there in about a minute. I love that these people. Well, how come you don't want to go back? I don't know, because I'm burnt out. I need a little rest from there. Okay, I want to rather go to Cologne, Germany, a much much finer city, much before more upscale. We We're not going to war with the Germans. Oh, that's well, what I, I bad about them. We got to bomb them in France right. and who else? The Israel. Russians, the Palestinians, the Russians, Egypt, right? Morocco, Sudan for oh, sure. Oh, of course, yeah. You got to bomb Sudan. Gutter. Twenty-two before one. At 560 WQM, I'm voting for Al Sharpton. What do you think? No. not. you got to admit, though, he sure is a lot of fun. (laughs) He's got a great haircut. I think we're doomed. I don't want to say that, but I feel like Roby Young. I think we're doomed. I think we're in a lot of trouble, you know? They're talking about Jew Lieberman and Hillary. Somebody sends me a thing about Hillary is leading the Democratic poll now. It's called Democratic Death Wish again. Who do you want to run, Hillary or Jew Lieberman? Guaranteed, guaranteed to lose. Isn't
1: that scary? Oh, what a ticket! Let's go, let's put them together.
2: I'm starting to like that Jean, uh, Jean Chrétien a lot more, and he's on a way out anyway. They think they got problems up there with old Froggy. At least when he talks out of the corner of his mouth, at least you can see him doing. You know what I'm saying? Twenty-two till one at five sixty WQ. What was that thing that they had? Speaking of those Canadians, my good friends up there, what was the thing that they had? The audacity that brought that they had to have resigned to call our president. M O R O N. Wow. Hey, you want to really spoil your sweetie for Valentine's Day this year, send your wife or girlfriend a pajama gram. She'll receive the softest, most luxurious pajamas or lingerie, along with a free gift card and lavender bath tea. Now, do you say pajama or pajama? Jammies. To send a pajama gram, shop online at pajamagram.com or call them at 1-800-GIVE-PJS. You'll find lots of styles and fabrics like Egyptian cotton and fine silk with designs by Notori, Crabtree and Evelyn, Nick and Nora, and more. Everything from classic to fun and sexy. They've got great bath and body products and spa gifts, too. Skip them all. Forget about that. A pajama gram only takes five minutes to order. Plus, the packaging is so amazing, you don't have to wrap it. She'll really be impressed. Women want to be pampered on Valentine's Day, and this is a gift that you'll both love. They're the sister company, of course, of the Vermont Teddy Bear Company, so you know it can trust their quality and reliable delivery, too. Be imaginative this year and original, and Sunday PajamaGram Valentine's Day delivery is guaranteed. Visit pajamagram.com or call toll free one eight hundred Give PJs. That's pajamagram.com. Tell me that Neil told you to call pajamagram, pajamagram, however you call it. dot com.
6: My, My f- and local. This is Sports Radio five sixty Q A Q A M. with the sewer of this place.
8: My crack on the potty, mm-hmm. <laughs> on the toilet, ripping the seat in pain. Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, out of my body. I can't stop. Beans popping out of my neck as I strain. Mm-hmm. All the peanut butter and scrambled eggs with pepperoni and the pepperoni has got me slaving and. Hamburger i burning roars My fat body is frowning mm-hmm. Breaking the sweat, my bowels are losing
17: control
8: Feel like a ghostly die You'll be and spewing out my
17: hole do, 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 do. I
8: gotta lift my leg up higher my ass will feel like it's on fire, and I feel just like I'm dying from burning raw I got a trucka-trucka burnin' I got a, truck, a truck
2: Just got roll. a shocking bullet from Pirates and Programming. You're going to love this. Your know, last book wasn't particularly good like in the morning, but we got a great idea, and I want Mo and Jolly to get in a risk, and real continue real. to get paid the full amount, but... I got what we're going to be doing is they can enjoy some golf and take some time off. You know what we're going to have? Volker Bryan is going to do both voices. He's going to do his characters of Mo and Gildy in the morning. Do, 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 do. And I think that might just do it. He can be yeah. Mo and Gildy. I suggested that to him a long time ago. Don't you think that's a great idea? He can Just go do, 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 do. like that, and they'll crap right. their pants. <laughs> they go like that. <laughs> 12.45 at 5.60 WQM. Speaking of programming, take a look at this. Which version of Neil show do you enjoy most? And it's a damn good thing I took this poll, because if I relied on George, oh, brother, we, we would owe points in the next book. You just don't get it. You just don't have a feel for it, you know? I'm feeling it. Which version do you enjoy most? I don't care. I'll always listen. 94, 57%. That's for them. And also, we ought to point one other thing out, because that guy, I appreciate him being honest enough, that conservative guy, to say that he stabbed us enough through the heart with a with a poker in the, uh, the December uh, book. So the people who do agree with us, or the people who don't really care about my politics, those people need to, like, listen a lot. Follow my my drift?
1: Yes. Right.
2: Because we have to combat that, the fact that the, when you're even the slightest bit political, especially now, there's this whole new deal now that we're going to, like, goose-step everybody to be politically correct, or we're going to, like, uh, you know, whatever. Find any means by which to damage and destroy and uh, pollute, etc., 97, I don't care, I'll always listen, 57.3% out of 169. Some bedtime stories, a few calls, 48. No bedtime stories, all callers, 14, a measly 8.2%. And what you were suggesting, all bedtime stories and no calls, 10, 5.9%. Now, there is, of course, the possibility that the people who wanted all the bedtime stories, that they're gone by now. See, after October, November, December, four and a half months. See I am saying? It. No, but there's that possibility that the ones who were going home, the ones who used to say, Oh, Neil, this is so much better than those morons. Yeah, those people are, didn't give a crap that our numbers were vanishing, that we were on the verge of extinction. They don't give a crap. They're selfish. They want me to sit there and read to them like, uh, you know, like Readings. me. Huh? Like you. Yeah, you were selfish, and course you course. That goes to, to and and show and you what me. you know about programming. You and your little buddy in there, your little Julio well, sidekick. Doesn't have
1: any commentary on it. The hell he did not with anything you say. Oh,
2: no, that was, uh, it was uh, Miguel, which is even worse. He didn't like that stuff. A good right winger like him, a bush licker like Miguel. He didn't like the bedtime stories. That's, he, 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 said, the hell he, he said to me he did. Duplicitous two-faced, lying piece of lying crap. Spoke. I mean, I bring him those hockey tickets that he wants for the Ranger game Saturday night. Even though I'll be at the track plunging my guts out. I might he not do that.
11: every day you were doing those. Did he really?
2: Yeah. Well, how come he didn't have the balls to tell me? And that's the go. problem because nobody around here will look me in the face or even on a phone or send me a fax saying, the bedtime stories suck. You know, go back to doing a real show. That, and just leaving me hanging out there to dry. When I need a little bit of ass assistance, anytime I need a little bit of ass, I think of Miguel and right away he assistance that is, and he just leaves me hanging. But he still wants the hockey tickets. That's sad, Miguel. Putz. So there you go. Only six point seven percent want all bedtime stories and other calls. And you were just on the verge of getting me talked into that again, just because we had a few idiots. So where does it start? Now. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line, Key Largo. Hello. Yes, sir.
4: Hey. Uh, good afternoon, buddy boy.
2: Good afternoon to you. All right. Uh, Are you like in a, in a tunnel or something?
4: No, I'm going to get off speakerphone and... Uh,
2: there you here go. we go, buddy there boy. There we go. Now talk like All a right. real
4: Your show, your absolute show is the best in the market. Somebody called and said it's the best on the market. Survey says it's the best in the market. At the market, yeah. I'm a 17-year patriot to you. Wow. Comprende?
0: Yes, sir. All right, buddy boy. We love you. All
4: right. Thanks, buddy boy. <laughs> okay. Listen, uh, the Columbia,
2: the shuttle, energy, yes. the,
4: the shuttle, okay, it's a setback, but remember, nothing is perfect. Right. And who will remember it in probably 100 years?
2: Good point. Who will remember this conversation in 100? In fact, who's going to remember this conversation in five minutes, right?
4: Probably nobody, but buddy boy, listen to me, you also mentioned your blood sugar should yeah. be around about 130 or less. I know that. I know know that you are the person that should know that, and I'm just telling you. You know what it was was this morning? uh, You said it was 180.
2: No, 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 When I went home yesterday after eating all that food. This morning it was 130.
4: Guess what? Survey says that's perfecto.
2: There you go. Thank you. See you, buddy boy.
4: Hey, buddy boy. (laughs)
2: 130. It was 130 this morning, then it became a quarter to two, and then it was like two o'clock. No, it was 130 when I got this morning. It's not, it should be a little lower than that. But after eating that voluminous amount of Miraculous. stuff yesterday, it, it is mirac- I went home and I thought it was going to be like 350, maybe over 400, which is like bad, 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 bad. 182! How did that happen? You saw, I, I don't even want to go back in no, there. It'll make me sick yeah. just recounting what I ate. Why did I do that? You want to know what? Because it was good. Oh, it man. was here and it was good. And How, we
1: asked for it. Smoked like char. Those potato
2: pancakes. Brisket. Of course, they're only oh, the little ones. Yeah. I only had like right. 40 or 50 of those. And then I had, um,. Oh, and uh, chunks of French toast. What was that? Oh. That was awesome. <laughs> Sinful. Man. Wicked. Corky's in Pembroke Pines. Thanks again, guys. We'll be calling on you again one of these days. Palmer Johnson. On the day of your daughter sweating. Southeast side. Right. Chunk- chunks of French toast. Now, now what, what would they call that? I mean, where, how? I'm sure it's that? something obvious on there. It's like, like you're looking like at chunks, the menu. Chunks, chunks of French toast? toast chunks of French toast. We're just sorry. chunks. French and then, and of course, jokes. the uh, brisket, the a Tisket, we sure love their brisket, mm. and that half a Reuben sandwich I ate with the bread. Now, why did I do that? I uh, don't eat I I sandwiches with the bread. Did it have the sauce in it, too, the thousand on Yeah, you million. you can't. No, yeah. I didn't, no, it did not. Oh, okay. Maybe just a little bit. They but don't we, like that. I'm uh, sorry, it was damn good. Don't be trying to tell me it wasn't good. I loved it. I sucked it up like it was the last meal on the face of the earth. I love my Reuben, dresses. baby. I love my Reuben. Mm. Askew. It's lean. Remember Reuben Askew? He was adult. Yeah, I do, actually. Why is it that the. Politicians in this state are such a bunch of mugwumps. You know, you got Jeb Bush up there, the Jebster, and his wife is on there telling everybody yesterday what's wrong with the, her, her poor dysfunctional family. Uh You know, the fact that she's, like, uh, smuggling stuff in, I guess she forgot about that. The smuggler, Columba. Right. All these mugwumps, And then, of course, we had the dead man. What the hell was his name? Buddy McKay? Don <laughs> <laughs> so Nuss. Nice. What's that bit we got about uh, Buddy McKay? Why do you think they call it Florida? What's the name of that bit? It'll Uncle come to me. You know what I'm talking about? I, I do. About Buddy McKay? What's the name I'll of that too? Well get with it. We got to the break. Nine minutes before one at five sixty WQM. Everybody's got a different lifestyle, therefore each person needs different products to make you feel better and healthier too. Oleomed Mediterranean formulas are advanced combinations of pharmaceutical grade olive oil combined with vitamins, minerals, herbals, all kinds of other good stuff, scientifically designed to provide natural nutrition solutions to help you support specific health needs, buddy boy. Look for Oleomed's three new formulas. They got one buddy. to help you sleep at night. What is it? Buddy. Is that what it's called? Yes. Buddy boy? They're going to want to help you sleep at night. Weight management and CoQ10, let me tell you, mighty important for your heart. Oleum has also got supplements to promote health in your circulatory system, your digestive, your endocrine system, your skin, your bones, even your mind, all using the benefits of the finest olive oil that man can find. Look for, uh, grab. And don't forget, OleoMed makes products for men and ladies as well. OleoMed's an exciting new product. More and more people are popping in their pussy every day. You can pick some up all over town. Find it at Publix, Eckerd's, Whole Food Markets, and Walgreens, too. To get more information, call OleoMed toll-free at one eight six six 866 that's one You can also order Oleomed products online at oleomedamerica.com. And whatever you do during dolphin season, which is only 40, 50 months away, don't forget to visit their sampling pavilion at Sports Town every Sunday during football season. Start feeling great today. Start popping some Oleomed in your puss. My, and
6: local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM.
2: Cisco Aruca is the yeah, best radio Arruca, show yeah. on AM. I what, what, what time is he on? I don't
11: know. Come and listen to my story about a man named Jeb, whose wallet was as big as his pasty swelled up head. He became a governor and dictator too, simply by having more money than you. Billionaire, that is. Dirty Deals, ex-presidential dad. In a real goober, goober notorial race, the other goober's name was Buddy McKay. Had an ill-fitting suit and a skeletal head, and when they took his pulse, they discovered he was dead. Yes, <laughs> brain did, that is. No brains, a backwoods rube. Now, Jeb represents the Christian Reich, but somehow got support from the Jewish journal kikes. Now, they're all in a mass grave, buried, very deep, and his wife wears a necklace of the fillings from their teeth. Jewish gold. Melted down, of course. The Tallahassee
17: Millionaires. Starring Heinrich Kimmler as Jeb Bush, Ava Braun as Columba, Ariana Huffington as Granny, and Dan Burton as General Burkhalter. The Tallahassee Millionaires, brought to you by Zygon 8.
2: Told you that was the one tonight. No. 12:57 at 5:60 WDKM. We got the Mad Dog Jim Mandich standing by. All right. He'll be along at one o'clock in the studio. He don't go out and do these stupid golf tournaments. I hope. Yeah, actually, he does, doesn't he? Doesn't he do shows like from Doral? He's into that golf crap. Whatever. Oh boy, a guy, a real macho guy like him, being into golf—that's embarrassing, Mad Dog. That's that's terrible, awful. I mean, Hank being out there at like uh, Royal Caribbean with those old people today—at least he'll probably get a lot of free chow out there at the golf tournament, wouldn't you think? I would think. They'll so bring him by some plates, huh? So maybe an early bird, a middle bird, a late bird. Uh, all the birds he can get his uh, lips around, you know, the water. Water. He needs to eat a lot to keep that girth up. And then we got the Panthers and the Penguins in Pittsburgh. Mario's back, by the way. Didn't do much the other night in his first game back. Who the hell did he lose to? Three to two. Whoever the hell it was. Well, at any rate, he didn't do too much. He'll be better tonight, unfortunately. And the Panthers better be better tonight because last night they got pasted six 0 by the Toronto Maple Leafs. They got embarrassed and humiliated and degraded. They got zoinked, they got whopped. whamped. I just mentioned that in passing. So we got the Panther Rap Penguin game seven thirty tonight, followed by Ed Kaplan of course, right after hockey and then overnight Joe and Mark, who are gonna tell you all about uh something. What do they talk about besides boobs? And race cars. He now he didn't talk that auto racing, does he on that show, I hope? No I don't please think tell that. me no. Please I I know he's into that, but I like harness racing too, and I don't talk about that on the air because nobody else does. I understand. except Derek and
1: Fat Rich. Spend a lot of time talking about Lucius Poussé. I would watch myself if I were
2: you, okay? I wouldn't like to start getting carried away. Leave the Lucius Poussé discussion to the morning show, okay? That's their character. We'll stick with Fat Rich, something a little bit more on the mellow side. Let them worry about Lucius Poussé, okay? Anyway, how's that poll coming? I'm so delighted you asked. Which version of Neil's show do you enjoy? What time did he finally get this on there? It was pretty late, wasn't it? Huh? Wasn't that it long ago? No, yeah, it was long after that. I think like about two minutes ago. 194 votes. Which version of Neil Showed you enjoy most? I don't care. I'll always listen. 106, 54.6. over half of the people. we could sit there and go like that, and they would still listen and enjoy it, have a great time doing it. In fact, they'd start going like that. Maybe we can have the heads instead of the ditto heads. What do you think? Let's do it. All right. Some bedtime stories. A few calls. 59. No bedtime stories, all callers, 15, 7.7%. Pretty weak, if you ask me. And all bedtime stories, no calls, 14, only 7.2%. So what did we learn today on this show? We learned don't ever, whatever you do, don't ever listen to George, okay? That guava-loving little... Bye, bye, bye!
6: The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale.
3: That damn faggot, I can't stand him.